The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. No, McDonald's, you don't be that guy. Why is it on me? <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinema Sins. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined, as always, by Danae Hughes. I did not do anything illegal with Jonathan. He's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> He'll be back later. Gosh. We write for Cinema Sins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. Um, yeah. No, you didn't. You didn't do anything illegal nope, uh, nope, nope. with Jonathan. I have um, been kind of rude to him, though. Really? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? I mean, should we wait until he's back and have like, <laughs> probably, a little counseling session? We probably session? should. We probably should. I'm sending him uh, messages like, stop it. Quit. It's fine. I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the things I'm It's just very direct. We are, however, very excited. We have a surprise introduction for you this week on Behind the Sins. Uh, we are introducing you to one of the mystery writers you've heard us talking about. Uh, we can finally reveal who they are. So please welcome, joining us from jolly old England, it's Ian Whittington. Hello. Hey, Ian. Cool, blimey, Gov. I mean, if you, if, you, if you have to introduce me from jolly, jolly old, old England, I've kind of only got one option but to, but to give you a governor. Yeah, you gotta gotta go with the Cockney accent if I'm going with the jolly old. Yeah. I've been. For sure. I've been... I'm really I'm really proud that. Sorry, tonight I'm not going to interrupt you because we interrupted you for the entire pre-show. <laughs> Well, now that I've interrupted you, I may as well carry on. I'm really proud that you remembered my last name with no prompting, Aaron. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm nothing if not uh, observant and uh, have a great, uh, great memory. So, yeah. It's a very difficult multi-symbolic name. What were you going to say before Ian so rudely interrupted you? No. I've been um, more heightened aware of like the memes that are things that say things like... uh, you know you're an American when you clap a lot or whatever. And I've been sending some to Ian and um, his friends. I played mm-hmm. D&D with Ian and his buddies. And so I'll, like, I'll send the list and they're like, yep, you guys do that for sure. A lot of just, what is that brand of coat? The North North, North Face? North Face is everywhere yeah. and just all this different uh-huh. th- and things. Um, and then, like, the surefire way to piss off someone is to say govna to them. So I just found it really interesting that that's how you decided to introduce yourself. You can do it. <laughs> I could never yeah, do that. Yeah. I could never yeah, do that because well, then it would be offensive. Leaning, yeah, right. leaning into it. It's like all of my the lady sins that I write, I have to run past you first to make sure that that's right. I haven't offended the ladies. You sound like that's you sound like that's why you like doing the job. It's like, oh I get to write lady sins. Uh, yeah, this is my only interaction with women. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they read the stuff that I write, that's my only interaction. Well we're excited uh for sure to have you joining us, uh Ian, for the show. Uh you will be taking part in the entire thing and going over some of the videos from the week uh and that kind of thing. I will say if we learned anything from the pre-show, and you'll hear some of this in the outtake, uh, 
Uh, Ian and I kind of, uh, we kind of, uh, just kind of elevate when we're around each other. <laughs> Apparently so, that's the thing. We have similar tendencies towards wordplay and, um, yeah. excitement and movies yeah. and, yeah, so, Tangents. poor Danae, poor Danae. Sorry, yeah. Danae. That's okay, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's, it's fine. It's good because we're not sorry, but. <laughs> Listen, I didn't even lie. Ian's the one lying to you, I, I'm not sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> I think that's something I've picked up from Danae. Wait, what? Never the used wait, to say what? that. The, the wait, wait, what? what? Uh, Mine's governor from you. So. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We don't use that kind oh, of sorry. language on this podcast. Yeah. Sorry. That sorry. is not for you to say. He's reclaiming that word. That's exactly. why he gets to you. Um, exactly. We are uh, also in a week where we just had our second annual uh, clip show uh, that you guys sent the clips in for uh, that came out last week. And so we kind of missed a week of content. So I did wonder if before we get into uh, the uh, content from this week, if we wanted to talk about uh, a little bit from the the videos from last week uh, and just kind of just briefly uh, mention some of the things that, that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Um, one of them being Resident Alien, the TV show. Um, Ian, do you have any familiarity with uh, Resident Alien, the Alan Tudyk TV show on the Sci-Fi Network? Only Alan Tudyk. That's it. Okay. <laughs> As in, All I right. know that he is a person that exists. Um, oh. I, I do not know anything about the show. So <laughs> the, the video was very confusing to me, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen sometimes. That'll happen. Yeah. Danae, what was your thought watching the show for the first time? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, that's about right. About like that. Actually, I think I'm. I might. I might like it, but I. I. I don't know. I sort of want them to just go full on kill everybody, and I kind of also like. It seems like maybe they're hinting at a redemption story, and at the same time, I sort of don't want them to do that. I kind of want to see a murder alien, but I'm not used to saying that. So I feel like maybe the timetable for this job corrupting me might be now like i might be <laughs> we've just crossed it's just the, the nexus point right and so here's no. the corruption factor um i i love seeing um sci-fi stuff though so it kind of tweaks the sci-fi uh element of my brain uh i really enjoyed the alien reveal at the beginning like how do you make an alien interesting? Give it extra arms in this case. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so there's little things like that. Um, it was easy to sin. I will say that it was a very, very quick um, script for me, which I always appreciate because there's just things in it that were really kind of easy to reach and grab for. So I don't know. I can't tell exactly where they're going, which makes me happy. I don't know. Have you watched any more than just the first one, Aaron? I watched the whole first season. Okay. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this show. I love Alan Tudyk's uh, sense of humor, his delivery, and I, I think he makes the show. He's delightful. Like, yeah. I really liked watching him perform. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. And so I had a good time with it. I enjoyed it. I'm not as, you know, much in your camp as wanting him to be a murder alien. I don't know where that comes from. I don't but, know uh, either. It comes from the depths of Danae's very dark and twisted soul. <laughs> I don't I'm just like, I don't I kind of not met. I kind of like the idea that maybe he'll end up liking humanity. Uh, I will tell you after the first season that that question is not answered. Oh, okay. So, um so there I, you go. My I don't know if that's helpful. prediction but. is that he starts to kill people for fun. That's my prediction. Yeah, okay. That would be a turn. Okay. You may, judge you may him be, if uh, he ends up liking us. You may be uh, you may be projecting a little bit, but uh, wait, because you yeah, think that I want to kill people for fun? <laughs> what does that mean? 
No, no, no. Not for fun. Oh. Uh oh. No. For survival? Just, what it was. Yeah. yeah no, whatever. no. Just, just to kill people. Oh, okay. Just, just pass just, the time. Just to. You know. yeah. No, no, no. That's why <laughs> I have D&D, so that I have an outlet for that. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now you, yes. Now you know. So much is explained. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything from the script that you remembered thinking was fun or that you want to talk about? We don't have to go into detail. That's not what this section is for. So if you don't, that's fine. Um, I just was curious because I know you wrote on it. Um, I I remember researching how complicated it is to repair uh, French doors. So <laughs> uh -huh. that was that was interesting uh, mm -hmm. to to kind of to kind of go through that. I also was very uncomfortable during the organ removal scene. I just I don't know. I had that that was a really another interesting thing to kind of go to do some research and then make a decision. You know what? I don't think I'm going to do a lot of looking into this today <laughs> for as much as maybe I like murdering things. Apparently I also don't want to just dissect them. So that was a big moment in the uh, life of my church growing up the, uh, the organ removal. So that was a, a wow. Big, wow. big fight that, uh, did they that get happened? an electric keyboard instead? <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did uh, did something specific stand out to you, Aaron or Ian? No, no, I didn't. I did not go back <laughs> into the. And so great. I was just like, no, this was garbage. Was, I hate this maybe video so much. One of the much. worst videos you've ever seen. I, I, no, 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 no it was great. Uh -huh. It was absolutely. It no, was no, no, great. No, was I just fine. didn't prep oh, it yeah. like I prepped the cool. other ones. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's so all. You, That's but all. Just, just to be clear, that means that you prepped SpongeBob, or yes. What? What are you talking about? From, from what we missed last week. Wasn't there a SpongeBob uh, and Resident Alien? Uh, and yes, there was also a SpongeBob. Yeah. I didn't list that one because we've done SpongeBob a lot. I that really just joke. thought we were going to. That was the oh, joke. Oh, I see. I see, see. I'm really got funny. It, got it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just yeah. going to well, leave now. Know, I really liked. Thank you. And this will be great if you didn't write this, by the way. Um, <laughs> whiskey, headache, nausea, severe dehydration, excitement. See? I like it when the video see? starts a scene that you finish. And Epic has yeah. one of those too. And Raya oh has one of God. those as Let's well. Talk. Let's talk. Uh, Do the thing. The Raya one is right at the beginning where it's like rivers, castles, fireworks, Monopoly. Yeah, that was so smart. <laughs> <laughs> that was so smart. Are we talking Raya now? That was fun. Just, sure, let's talk Raya. That's this, this one I do time. have a little more to, to, to say about. This was... Uh, this was a lot of fun because Danae and I actually got to write on this one. Uh, That's I right. This Did you hear that? Hold on. <sighs> Did yeah. you guys hear that? It was us. <laughs> Uh, I think this was our first CinemaSins script, th was the two of us uh, as the primary yep. writers. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that was exciting. We still had to have supervision. Okay, guys, like <laughs> right. they had to just right. let us just roam off free. There's always a shadow shop lurking yeah. around the corner. There's always somebody just in the fields. Yeah. Yeah, this was a fun one. Uh, mm -hmm. I had watched Raya before sending it. That does help. I always forget how much it helps to have seen it before you send it sometimes sure, sure. because then you're not watching it to watch it that first run. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, and because I have been working with CinemaSins, uh, I send it as I was watching it the first time. Like mm -hmm. I didn't have paper with me to make notes, but I remember thinking multiple things. So then I kind of got to experience that. Uh, I think Jeremy, I think all everyone's talked about it where you're watching something and you're sending it as you're watching it. And then you finally get to like, let it out mm -hmm. that sort of release. I haven't done that yet. So Raya was my first time to oh, that's nice. want to actually send something and then have a chance to do it, which felt really good. It's interesting. I feel like everybody else on the team 
And Ian, you're new to this, but maybe you can like, uh, you know, kind of, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts because I feel like everybody else on the team, like is like sin brain is just something they have now when they watch movies. But for me, it's like something I kind of turn on and off if that makes sense. So like when I watch movies, I turn my sin, my sin brain off and I just have an experience of the storytelling and, you know, those kind of things. Um, and I will notice occasionally things that, you know, stand out to me as not making sense or, you know, but that's part of normal movie watching, not necessarily, uh, sinning something, but it seems like everybody else just kind of leaves that sin brain on even when they're, you know, watching stuff, uh, even, even stuff they love. Like, I'm not saying that that makes the movies worse or makes it harder to watch movies. It's just, you know, if they're having those thoughts and I just, I don't usually have them, um, in that same way. So curious, Ian, if you've experienced as you've kind of gotten into being more detailed and writing stuff, like if that's something you notice now when you watch a movie for fun. Yeah, there's there's like a sliding scale in my brain. So this last week in particular has been super heavy with writing and reviewing and looking at edits and combines and everything. Um, I tried to sit down and watch a movie for leisure yesterday and <laughs> just thought, man, I hate movies. <laughs> now it didn't help because it was um and we don't obviously we don't we don't watch we don't send the movies because we hate them, but it, I just pulled apart this movie so much and the movie that I watched has completely escaped me. It just evaporated from my brain. Uh, Brightburn. It was, mm. So probably not the best movie to sit down and watch just for leisure because there's so man that movie's got so many problems like well, that is the, the most good news boring, is that movie is terrible movie. yeah no, that movie is, is terrible, terrible. so yeah. i don't know how you take a premise that cool and make it so boring and so dull and so yeah. unwatchable and unlikable so i couldn't help but sit down and pull it apart but when i'm more distant from having written something i can enjoy it a lot more i think that makes yeah. sense i think the, the more proximity i have to a script being written the more angry i am <laughs> well or the more sin brainy i have bad news for you because we write a lot of scripts so <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get you much time away from being yeah. in sin brain uh i'm really hoping that i get numb to it and i think i think i will like my i could stick on back to the future and i'd be absolutely fine and just and just watch it i think brian Byrne was a sure? bad example are don't you? take this away from me don't do, do not <laughs> stop <laughs> But my brain's pretty much always been wired that that way. I, I read um I read a book when I was like eight, and it was the Nitpicker's Guide to Star Trek, mm-hmm. and it pointed out every single and that didn't go into comedy. It was just facts. You can see the boom in this shot, and you really shouldn't right. be able to. And they're looking this way, and they should be looking that way. And it didn't ruin Star Trek for me at all, but it did kind of program my brain. Just, hey, they're not perfect. Like they make mistakes because you know what? This is a TV show. It's not actually mm. real. What? So I think there's a bit of sin brain that's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is that I that I feel like I'm able to turn that off uh quite a bit um for me, but uh but yeah. You have so, a switch. Teach you, me. Something. Right. You yeah. should start Please teach me. You should start I just little think I, online conversations or something, like guidance. Go live on Twitter and say, today we're going to learn how to turn off your sin brain. And like, you know, do the whole thing. (laughs) Breathe in, breathe out. Imagine a switch in your mind. And then everyone just falls asleep. Uh Um, But maybe people need to learn how to do that. Visualizing your emotional pain cliche. It's not going to work. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) We've created a monster. 
I think we just uh, added the monster yeah. to the team. I'm pretty sure the monster was there already. Um, what did you want to talk about with Raya, though? Because there was a lot of fun in Raya. And so I have a few things actually in later segments from the Raya video. Okay. So like it's there was there was just such a love. You know what? I'll go say ahead and say it now. We since haven't I haven't even a, started the show. No, I know, but I like you know the idea. Uh, there was a comment. Um, okay. No, I'll save it. I'll save it for You're later. It. But okay, it was okay. it was basically uh, a comment that was like um, there was okay. Let me start over again. Okay, <clears throat> you got this. Because there, this isn't a comment that I had in the comment section. But there was a comment uh, about this was the best part of the movie uh, or the best part of the sins video. And then the entire replies to that was no, this was no, this was no, this what. And I love it when that stuff happens where it's like people are just pulling out their favorite parts. Me and this too. was one of the, those videos for me where I was like, this is, this was so much fun. There's a lot of stuff that people are, are loving. I think the highlight of the video is your take on the, uh, I guess I won't be needing this anymore where he throws totally her off the bridge is drop dead hilarious and it was funny during the script writing process yeah uh danae sent her her script and i did the combine and then i put a note on that one um something i forget what i said but basically you know laughter this is the funniest thing ever kind of thing and then every single person who reviewed it after that made a comment on that same sin that was basically like this is the funniest thing ever because it's great it's just a great observation a nice little nice little yours, twist yours so. was helpful though i had to ask you several questions like yeah but why is it funny like i laughed when i wrote <laughs> you it you wrote it and you're asking me why it's funny <laughs> well it just became a thing and and then i didn't realize that it has never been used in this context before and that's so it feels like a uh like a rid of the fire of this sin discarding a child how I know. that's hilarious <laughs> yes, I, I won't be needing this spawn of mine anymore i know i know i laughed when i wrote it but i just i don't i don't know i guess i didn't realize how turned on its head it was until it's been something that's become something else mm -hmm. and then now it's yeah. actually been duplicated in another video that will be released soon and i'm really excited about that too yeah uh, yeah when i read that i died because i messaged then i was like um just a quick point is this like an ongoing thing or did you do that first and she's like no i did it first i was like nope someone else has done it second now yeah it's such a it's such a cool thing to twist it's a twist yeah it's a twisty. Yeah. It's a twisty, twisty. Some of the others that were mentioned definitely in the comments about being their favorite. Uh, the, the I think it was a combined sin that we wrote together. Uh, you did the great stuff about um, the style, about his clothes and his hair. And then I added the straight, straight dripping. Straight dripping, yes. At, at the end, people loved that. Um, yeah, lots of comments uh, on, I didn't know that I needed to hear Jeremy say straight dripping. <laughs> yeah. But you did. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the skip sponsored by Chili's was ah, a favorite. So good. I want my Baba back. Baba back. Baba back. Yeah. Um. There was the uh <laughs> the oh what was it with the Would you rather the Would you rather running in the gag? comments? Yeah, and people just answering mm -hmm. the you know Would you rather fight you know one you know Raya or dragon sized Raya or ten Raya sized dragons um and then the the follow up one <laughs> about, the uh, about the nine stomachs yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Uh, yeah so there were just a lot of those i loved the uh, right at the beginning there's one that's like this is what we used to be and it's, there's the picture is the antelope and, and the narrator's like antelope <laughs> just love stuff like that <laughs> so yeah it's just, it was just a really really fun one so i wanted to mention some of that uh did you have any other thoughts that you wanted no, to, I, to mention about it i did a uh instagram takeover recently um 
And one of the questions that came up was, what's one of your favorite uh, videos that you've written on? And I know that that changes as time goes on. There's just ones that get replaced and they're more kind of in the forefront of my mind. But Raya was a riot to write on. And it's always fun when the comments blow up about things that, you know, you love. So, yeah, I have two more. I have two more that people mentioned that I have to say the comments were all over this stuff. Uh, one was the, in that children is how magical dragon sperm fertilize the happy ending egg. Because <laughs> all the dragons well, do look, look like sperm. We both wrote that, we by the way. We, we both wrote dragon sperm jokes uh, for that moment. We had a so. lot of uh, similar sins. It was kind of fun to see our, like, we are one hive mind. Yeah. And then the, uh, the those ropes are so far apart, Shaq could shimmy through them. Are the Kumandrans made of underwire because they are terrible booby trappers? Uh, people people loved that one as well. So it was just a lot of fun. We, had, of we fun. had a good time with it. Did yeah. you like the movie, so though, just in general? Just real quick before I did. On. I think I liked it more than most people on the team did. I, I really enjoyed it. I just um, I really I think, truly feel like it's just a prequel. Well, it's it's very formulaic. It's just so Ian, have you much. seen Raya? I, I haven't. And now that I think I've heard Jeremy hard, hard recommend against it and you hard recommend for it, I'm just, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I think if... if I feel like well, I'm betraying one of you. I can you. tell you exactly why that happens. This happens on movies that are formulaic. Jeremy hates mm-hmm. formula. Like, he hates feeling like I've seen this before. Yeah. I love formulas that work. There's a reason, you know, f- some formulas work. And Disney has... In fact, my review was basically, uh, you know that moment you figured out how to make the perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Mm-hmm. And now you you always make that same exact. So that's what Disney does with movies. Yeah, they figured it? out the recipe. Why like mm-hmm. why mess around? Yeah, with it? but Raya is so. sort of like if you had spent years taking the jelly and then making it the best jelly, <laughs> and then same with the peanut butter and the same with the bread. And so even though it, it is a delicious sandwich, it's intense, and it's like mm-hmm. you really don't want to eat all of it. It's like it's so much because they have refined this storytelling for so long and they layer it in thick it is the entire thing is just it is bop 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 and never really like lives long enough to become Mm. raya it's always like explaining why it's raya and so that's kind of the frustrating thing for me if if there's a raya too i will watch it because i now know everything i need to know to understand that world and if they explain raya 2 to me i will fucking rage but we're not there yet so i'll just calm down i I do love the character of raya as well (laughs) nice nice uh there was also a night at the museum video um do we want to talk about (laughs) i mean no the video is great i just don't like that movie (laughs) i'm not a huge night at the museum fan either i like the first one okay i like that dick van dyke is in them Uh, he's great so so yeah there you go i'm all like same like i watched it (laughs) i can probably confidently say you wouldn't like it okay yeah, I think that's probably that's true. Good. That's probably true. Uh, let's get into the Sin Side Scoop. What's he building in there? I've got a secret. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we're sending in general. We'll start with Commercial Sins Taco Bell Gold PS4. What? I don't, like... I don't watch commercials. I didn't know this. Was this a like a promotion? Apparently, the Taco Bell did. It. Were they giving away a gold? P- I totally, totally missed, missed this. this one. When was Ian? Do you remember Taco Bell giving away a gold I PS4? Don't remember it being Taco Bell because um, there's only I think three and a half in the whole of England, and I live about five miles away from one of them. And they didn't run that promotion over here, I don't think. But someone did. The gold PS4 definitely rings a bell. So that was, it was somewhere. I, I don't know where. 
What's your what's your some of your favorite menu items at Taco Bell, Ian? I'm definitely I'm definitely a burrito man. I know it's it's Taco Bell, but burritos mm-hmm. are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, some the others are really good. The <laughs> <laughs> The beef and cheese quesadillas. No, nice. The what? No, no, no. Quesadillas. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> They're really tasty. They're really no. good. I do. I love it. I love the chicken quesadilla, the chili cheese burrito. We've had this conversation because we just did a Taco Bell uh, commercial recently. Um, but I, other than having you pronounce uh, that that beautiful food, mm-hmm. uh, I I did kind of want to know, uh, like. If I didn't know, like sometimes menu items are different in different countries. Oh, no, like I, I'm, I guarantee they're totally different. So we have um, a variety. It's like there's two different types of tacos. They do a big one and a small one, mm-hmm. and you can order like lots of small ones or a couple of big ones. And then they do the quesadillas <laughs> in different cheeses and beef and chicken. And right. then they do they only do two types of burritos. They do a chicken burrito or a super spicy beef burrito, um, and that's pretty much the menu. That's it. Wow. Yeah, they've kind of limited the menu here too. Um, unfortunately, they've taken some mm-hmm. stuff off there that we were upset about uh, some good stuff. last week, so or two weeks ago, or whenever it was. Sad. Um, what about this video, guys? This uh, Chris wrote this one. Um, what are some of your thoughts on the video itself, Ian? You want to kick us off? Yeah, um, I yeah, I actually really really liked this one um, in particular because I'm a fan of the arrows. I really liked my first thought when the the arrows are pointing at. I think he says the arrows are pointing at the crowd because they're they're, they're all doing, eating Taco Bell. Yeah, that's it. They're all eating Taco Bell, and then I was like, "Well, why not use a lot more arrows? Because there's loads of people in the crowd." But mm-hmm. the arrows then just pivot to point at this guy. I was like, <laughs> "Ah, that's why you did that." So I thought yeah. that was a nice little touch with the arrows. Nice. Um, da, 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 what else do we have? Um, just acknowledgement of no purchase necessary. I'm just really glad that we've brought that to the forefront because it's a conspiracy mm-hmm. that's been going on for far too long and i think we need to expose that and other yeah. t's and c's yeah i uh i remember the mcdonald's monopoly game had the no purchase necessary thing which i, I guess is a legal thing that they have to do and so i would just go in and request pieces and they'd always roll their eyes at me <laughs> it's just, like, yeah but don't be that guy like yes you can <laughs> no but don't no mcdonald's you don't be that guy why is it, it on says me right here and then like you open up this really tiny <laughs> little right. packet and right. then you pull out a magnifying glass you turn yeah. the light on and then you find the specific tiny section mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yep that's me that's me mm-hmm. Uh, Danae, what about you? Um, I liked the girl casually holding the taco with no plate underneath and the rage therein. I, yep, yep. If you're going to go to a Taco Bell party, which by the way, why have I never been invited to a Taco Bell party? Have I told the story about my, uh, my graduation party? I don't think on this show. I know the story, but. Uh, I had Taco Bell cater my uh, open house, my graduation open house. So they were making runs of burritos and tacos and all that kind of stuff. So And what else? Was there anything else there? (laughs) Yes, there were some quesadillas. Yes, they came as well. Okay, quesadillas are great, but what about quesadillas? (laughs) (laughs) So, so yes, I did have have Taco Bell cater my, my graduation open house. So I have been to a Taco Bell party and people did use plates. I will tell you because tacos are messy. They and are messy. Use some Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys mentioned everything that I had written down, so we can move on to TV sins. Another SpongeBob SquarePants, the Fry Cook Games. This was a Hughes Watkins uh, script. Uh, Danae and Jonathan uh, writing on this one. Um, 
continue to love SpongeBob. Uh, Danae and I have many times spoken about how we're falling in love with this show through sending it. Uh, Ian, what is your SpongeBob experience? So SpongeBob was. Um, I have no idea about dates. When did when was SpongeBob on TV? I don't even know. Like I just I was not into. It. I know it was nor- around it's- when my kids were young. So it's um, the aughts, isn't it? So I think yeah. I was I was in teen years obviously still living at home and mm-hmm. remember watching it on TV, but remember being a bit too old to watch it on TV, mm-hmm. but really appreciating how meta it is and how self-aware the show was and how like self-referential it was to like other cartoons and just some of the humor is just fantastic. And just how deadpan Squidward is, um, how obnoxious SpongeBob is, but still somehow lovable. Um, this was one of my favorite shows growing up really was yeah yeah he's very much i have really come to see over sending this that there's really kind of a homestar runner vibe to this i don't know how familiar you are with uh homestar runner but it's that same idea of being cluelessly obnoxious like Mm -hmm. this idea that you are you are absolutely obnoxious but you're so clueless about it and your heart seems to be in the right like there's just there's something almost lovable about those characters who don't realize how obnoxious they're being there's no um, maliciousness to it. It's no. just he's a child. He's an absolute child in a in a suit that yeah. is somehow allowed to live on his own and have a pet snail. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, so so yeah. So that's that's um, you know that's always kind of been my my take on it is it's very much kind of the Homestar Runner uh, vibe uh, in a lot of ways. I love Homestar. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and that's, it's really that's... the same kind of humor. So you're, yeah. you're saying words, but I don't know what they are. That is, that's a new one to me. I'm sorry. Okay. So do you think he's, do you think he's catching on Danae that we're just making something up? This is just not something stuff up that sounds yeah. American. Yeah, no, it's the melted yeah, cheese special show. Remember that strong, bad and strong, sad. That's so mm-hmm, good. Yeah. Remember his, his uh, furry little animal called the cheat. Oh, or the poop smith. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. The Poop Smith and uh, oh, in the the songs, "Come On for Hugo Gods." You remember "Come On for Hugo Gods"? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yes, that's how it went. Yes, just like that. Yeah, everybody to the limit. Everybody to the limit. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> I suddenly have an urge to watch the film Trolls. I don't know why. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, Ian, prediction. Jeremy, was... the guys are bullying me. <laughs> was that? us bullshitting you or was that real prediction no that was all 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 ball nonsense all of it every last bit i'm impressed with the improv singing that you did that was 100 not you aaron (laughs) (laughs) yours was terrible just like your sins it was no it was all aaron wow don't troll either (laughs) gets nasty Well, sin uh, brain comes with a well, laser. You know, hey, listen, um, you can, you can, uh, you can Google uh, Homestar Runner later and see uh, oh, whether yeah, or not right. we were trolling you. So, <laughs> Nick says, top of my list of things to do. The cheat. We installed the switch so you can turn the light on and off. We did not install that little light switch so you can throw little light switch rages. Ra- yeah. Raves. Raves is what it's. Yeah, it's supposed to be raves. That's I'm- correct. I mean, the, the chat control me as well. It doesn't mean I'm going to believe that any of this is true. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be gaslit. No more. There are four lights. I said consummate Vs. Uh, okay. Or when um, he's just uh, feeding the ducks. Boop. <laughs> Boop. Yep. Yep. It's good stuff. <laughs> I just I don't know. <laughs> I just know that you don't feed ducks over here. Just don't do it. 
Uh, all right, let's get back to SpongeBob, shall we? Uh, let's talk about the video itself or the episode itself. If you have thoughts on this episode, I mean, for me, it's just it's you know they just get weirder and weirder uh, as the show goes on. So this is a very weird one. Um, but yeah, uh, Danae, why don't you? No, you wrote on this, so I'll I'll kick us off. Uh, no one, and I mean no one, should fork around with a deadly gelatinous cube. Um, I'm about ready to uh, call a limit on D&D references in the TV sense scripts. <laughs> okay, I'm out then. So later, so I got nothing. If you do that, I'm dead to you. I'm, out no, I'm totally kidding. I, I love <laughs> it. And, you know, Considering some of the things we're writing for Loki, that might be a problem. Oh, yeah, Loki is D&D heavy, as well yeah. it should be. And it should be. Yeah, it absolutely should be. Um, so many great STD jokes uh, in this one, since there's a lot of crab talk. Uh, the That's not how you douche your crabs away. Uh, and then the talking to your STDs joke I thought was really, really funny. Um, I have to mention, this show's complete ignoring of the fact that they're in water and can swim up and away from things. The more we mention that, the better. Like They, they continue to do gravity in in this show and it just annoys me every single time and so i was very glad to see you could swim upwards swim fish swim um i loved the wwe and mma <laughs> jokes uh that was a nice little uh, running contact sport gag uh the i don't like you i don't like you more twitter joke was on point very nicely done uh, and then I had to mention the running puns with the two sins uh, at towards the end, um, which is really fun. I love that this uh, this narrator is uh, is enjoying puns as much as the actual person who does the voice of the narrator does. Um, Imagine that. That's weird. Uh, including the hi, not Rick, I'm dad uh, joke in this was also really, really fun. That was um, great. I loved that one. So, uh, Ian, you next. Do you have anything else? Um yeah, no, you stole my favourite one. It was the, there's a bit of, uh, the, sorry, the deadly gelatinous cube. Because um, there was a bit of cog cognitive dissonance where I know the sin is coming out of Aaron's mouth. So I was like, oh, Aaron wrote this. That's great. We finally got, oh no, Danae, Danae wrote this one. I was really hopeful Sorry to that be this so was a, an disappointing to you, Ian. My no, no, no. It's fine. Have, it's fine. You get I used have, to it. It's okay. I have written recently, I think we talked about it last time, a D and D sin, but I basically wrote Danae, insert D and D reference here. Yeah, that <laughs> was great. So yeah. That's really, really clever. Um yeah. I, I liked how you shifted away from just sinning fire underwater because yeah, there comes a point where you it happens every single episode and you have to mention it, but mm -hmm. it's fun that you kind of twist it every single Every single time mm -hmm. you you sin it to kind of mean something different or sin it in a slightly different way. Yeah, there's a there's a trick you that we do in sinning stuff, which is sinning things by not sinning them. Um, mm -hmm. And it's it's a nice little thing with stuff like that where you can say you know in addition to fire still being underwater or you know whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so you get it in there in a way that it's like we haven't forgotten. But uh, so yeah, that's that's a fun one. And I just remember this, this is one of the episodes I remember watching originally, and I remember being really freaked out. It's something in my brain that can't handle when real world stuff comes into a cartoon, and Spongebob does this quite a lot, where it will, maybe a sailor will be telling a story, and then it will cut back to underwater, and the pictures of like the ice cream cone, and some of the food in this, just freaked me out as a kid, because I was like, you're not animated, what are you doing not being animated in my cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, the picture of real world stuff. Um, yeah, today, what are some of your uh, your other 
favorites in this um, one? The odd timing of the Waffle House jab was interesting because my husband mentioned something that happened in the fantasy football realm where a guy lost a bet and was forced to spend 24 hours at a Waffle House. And he was kind of going on about um, like how if he could, I guess the bet was he could take time off by eating waffles. And so he had six waffles and then got really sick. And it was just right as this one came out. And so it was just funny timing because Justin was talking all about this fantasy football thing. And I was like, I just sinned the Waffle House. And then I really like Pat's butter, Pat's retract. They would in fact leave a pith of Pat's pad permanently and I could not think of another P word, so I just went with fucked, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. That, yeah. that caught me off guard, because I was like, oh, where is this going? <laughs> it's going to an F-bomb, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Loki, let's move on to the pilot of Loki, Glorious Purpose. And yeah, not only oh are we gosh. seeing Loki, but we managed to get it up on the channel like right away. I super wish that Jonathan <clears throat> were here Uh one, he's not Thanks. nearly as mean to me as he is. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Danae. I'll leave. Okay. Um, and two, <laughs> I um, I really was looking forward to having the conversation about his opinions on Loki. So we'll have to do that. We'll have to do that next week too. We, we'll have we to will have, have plenty of opportunity not to spoil okay. anything, but we will have plenty of opportunity to have conversations about Loki. Because we always Hopefully. kind of start off by going, "What do you think of the show?" And so. Mm-hmm. Let's do that, Aaron. What do what you do think you... of the show? I want to start with you, Aaron. I love it. Um, oh, I love it as okay. much, if not maybe a little bit okay. more than WandaVision, okay. even. Um, mm-hmm. It's, I think for me, I, I think for me, it's probably the central performances. I think it's Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. I think they are so good together. And I love just hearing them talk in a room and the, the, like the self work that loki is doing in this show now i'm trying not to jump ahead too much because we're just talking about the pilot we're gonna ha- we're gonna struggle with this every time we do these every single time we we do an instance instance and we're gonna struggle with this but there is even in this pilot there is this idea of loki having to reconcile with his own nature who he is it's very much a key part of the show and I think it's beautiful. And I think the performances really back it up. In addition to that, I think the universe is really fun. The time, uh, the the TVA, all that stuff, um, I find I find so fun that when I'm just watching it to enjoy it, I don't think about the contradictions or those because I'm just having fun with this universe and kind of what they're presenting to me. So. Um, uh, so yeah, in keeping it on the pilot, that's about all I can say. Um, Ian, how are you feeling about it? Um, I think we we might need to do the shit sandwich because I really really like it. Um, yeah, without <laughs> it's like you do the good thing, Danae does the bad thing. I do the oh, bye, Danae. <laughs> that's fine. Somebody somebody in the chat drink because Danae has Danae, gone. Do you do you hate it? Do you hate it? Hate it or just not like watching it? It's okay. It's okay to not like something. You can something. not like things. I, yeah. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, no. I, Aaron's okay with liking everything. I, <laughs> no, no, it's great. I Well, finish what you were thinking, Ian. Like, is there more to add to what Aaron was saying? Um, without So episode three did lose me a little bit. but We're not there yet. We're the, just on the pilot. We're not there yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah. But on the pilot, um, yeah, I loved it. Just, it's, yeah, nothing else to add to what Aaron said. Hiddleston's fantastic. It's nice to see Owen Wilson being a bit kind of calm, a bit more mellow mm-hmm. as well, and a bit less, wow, wow. Yeah. Um, wow. 
Wow. There but you go. I, I love it. I think I love it more than, yeah, I agree, more than One Division. And I really liked One Division. I did too. I really did too. I think it's just got such a nice balance of, you know, doing something different, something new, but really giving us more insight into the world. So, yeah. Yeah. And I love that Loki still, they give him these really arrogant, self important moments, but smack him down so many times mm-hmm. as well. I yeah. think that that makes the show for me, just taking him down a peg or two. And that's his character. You know, that's been his character through the whole yeah. series. You know, the whole puny God moment uh, is that exactly, you so know, good. and oh, and I don't want to spoil the stuff that's coming up in other episodes, but it just it gets better mm-hmm. and better. So today, yeah. hate on it a little bit. No, I love it. Let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what I think about this show yet. I want to like it. I, I really I really want to like it a lot and then I find myself not liking it and I can't figure it out just yet. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think I don't I don't know. I think its production is showing a little bit in a way that I'm not used to. Maybe it's because it's like this the mundane world kind of thing, you know, where it's like these 70s machines mixed with incredibly high-tech technology and mm-hmm. uh I don't I don't know, guys. I, everything's going to sound stupid and I'm not going to say it. I just don't know that I'm liking it. It's interesting. It. I would think that that quirky stuff would like appeal this to you. This is why I don't want to like fucking the... talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Hey, yeah, I thought you'd be all over this as well. I get the feeling that episode three, we're not going to talk about it, but episode three pushed you over the edge in the wrong direction. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we can't episode talk three about is it. its its, so. its own animal. We'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if I if I if I'm just on episode one, it's like, oh, this is interesting. This isn't what I was expecting. Okay, what are we doing here? What's the mystery? You know, um, I do like seeing Owen Wilson though, and I do like the two of them together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about the sins. Uh, by the way, this was a Dicer Mystery Writer Two script. So, <laughs> not me. Yeah, Ian has so, been yeah. a quote unquote Mystery Writer One for a while now, like mm-hmm. months now. Unlucky Bucky Stucky under a truck. Yeah, all the way back to that. Um. So, yeah, but we still have another person that we haven't introduced you guys to just yet. So, but yeah. Is that one of your, since we're on it, is that kind of, is that the first sin you remember being like, oh yeah, I love this. I can do this. Like, yeah, we all have that, those it, moments, you know? It really was. I've got three sins that I attribute to the universe having written them. Not me. I was mm-hmm. just a vessel that the universe came through mm-hmm. me and it was there the whole, not the whole time. And unlucky Bucky Stucky under a truckie was definitely one of them. Um, but my and I wrote that with your voice specifically in my head. It was just like, yep, that Aaron's saying that immediately. Did I live up? Did did the delivery 100%. live up to this? Nice, delivered it nice. exactly. It was a bit creepy, and I was like, well, have I already heard this? Because this sounds exactly how I expected it. But my first sin ever on screen isn't the first sin I wrote. It's where they're. It's at the beginning of the episode, and they're both looking at the Captain America uniform. Um, I said, you've got a you've got a lot to live up to. And the sin is, yeah, there's no good shoving a sock down there. I was like, really? Did that really have to be my first sin on screen? It's a sock penis joke. Really? That's what I'm going to be known for? Welcome welcome to the team. Welcome to yeah. the team. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So we, even behind the scenes, have only known you as mystery writer one other than uh, yeah. Danae. Yeah, so, let's, um, it's been a completely anonymous. There's only been 
just myself actually and uh to the power knowing who was riding behind the scenes so that um everything else all of the weighing in and the feedback and everything that was coming in could all be anonymous so yeah you guys didn't yeah. know i knew but you guys didn't know. you knew you knew but anyways there's another one and uh and they wrote on this mm-hmm. one um so yeah what were some of your uh your favorite sins Ian? why don't you start us off on this one um the opening i'm an absolute sucker for um alliteration and rhyming so loki loki logos go slow flow so low through so low let me look how i love this show it ju- <laughs> you do that and i'm a sucker and i'm broken and that, that just set me up for the rest of the video it's i try to i try to personally stick one of them in every script even if it's crap and it gets cut yeah you, you get a gold one sometimes and that's that's fantastic do you think like how long do you think people think you know we spend writing those types of sins do, do, do they think it comes to us immediately or do they realize I pour over it for an uh, hour? <laughs> I, I've got one coming up in, in a video that I'm super, super proud of. And it took me an hour and an online thesaurus just going through <laughs> all of the words that end in I-O-N. Uh-huh. <laughs> just ages. Like it doesn't, some of them, they start off really naturally, but then you're like, nope, there's something else here. So there's, there's a lot of research. Yeah, it it really is. If the seeds there, it's like okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna plant and water this seed this. and 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 make it into this beautiful plant. And the seed here is low key, low key logos. And Which I was like, perfect. okay, I mean, you know, you got to go somewhere from there. And uh, so yeah, just thinking of uh, all the places. It I like could how go, Chad's so. like ten minutes. Seems like a lot of hard work. Maybe like two or three minutes. <laughs> M- wow. Maximum twelve wow. minutes tops. Like good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, but I was slightly, slightly pissed at you, Aaron, because I was going to do that, and I'm really glad that I watched this video. Not that I wrote on an upcoming episode. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's was, okay. Dang it! The future. The future. The future is so hard. Um, that's what the show uh, is yeah, about. I was going to do the same thing. That's what the show's Yay! about. There you go. Gravy. Um, but Loki, so in uh, the book American Gods, um, Loki is a character in it, but his name is Loki something else, and it's spelled L-O-W-K-E-Y. So I was definitely going to do a nod to that. And Loki, mm-hmm. Loki does Loki Loki thingies. Um, I don't think mine would have been as long as that. So I'm I'm happy to cede the alliteration rhyming crown to to you on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Any other ones? Uh, the the yeah the condensation killed me immediately just damn it focus so much on the condensation and you don't call back to it at all because (laughs) yeah like marvel's great for doing callbacks and it is a weird thing to focus on it was quite an artsy thing to do yeah yeah it was um roll commercials um and an extra scene for interrupting me is great (laughs) i really liked that anything where the the narrator interacts with the person on screen but the person on screen is unwilling, obviously, because I don't know they're being narrated. Mm-hmm. Kills yeah. me. That's yeah. yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, and the V and A um logo comment, but I was like, that's a, a very well thought out, good analysis of a good logo, and then taints. <laughs> <laughs> and then taints. <laughs> and then taints. I was like, well, this had you know- to be going somewhere. I know there's a kicker at the end of this sin, but I didn't <laughs> think it would kick me in the taint. <laughs> yeah, I it, there's this thing that happens sometimes when you you're basically sinning your own sin, right? Like you're like yes, you have absolutely. thoughts while you're writing that's like, 
oh, this is if you're writing cinema sins a college girlfriend joke, or if you're writing TV sins a you know title of my sex tape joke, or you know whatever. But you wrote it, so it didn't come from. And so then you you have yeah. to figure out a way to. And so I literally just you know wrote hidden between the V and the A, and then my brain was like <laughs> the V and the A. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to figure out how to <laughs> incorporate that. So. No, you nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Yeah, I love it. yeah. Our sins are a peek into our just fucked up psyche, and and that's just part of the job. Yep, that is like, it. So, but the thing is, like, I laughed at it, mm-hmm. so therefore there yeah. I'm just as yep. fucked up. Success. Success. Danae, what about um, you? I wanted to talk about the, this particular robot arm sin because this one came sure. up when we were, yes. um, well, I don't, did I just, was I shadow? I don't remember anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You shadowed on so it. So I'm reviewing the script and I'm looking at the information and I'm like, it's fine. But then when it gets to the visual and it's like this particular robot arm, I was completely confused. Like, what is a sin about this? <laughs> you just thought that it was like the yeah. angle. Yeah, I'm like, like what? Robot, like, robots of this variation don't have that type of arm. Is there, a, is there something wrong with this arm? Like, what am I missing about this? And so then, yes, there's Jonathan a lot wrong with also it. is like, I don't get it either. And so, so that came from you, so, Aaron. Yes, yeah, that was mine. That's amazing. That's Aaron great. was was not available to review the uh, footage. He was on vacation. vacation. No. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if you don't get it and I don't get it. Is, is this actually, like, is there something that we're missing here on screen? Is it a different angle or, like... There, there is something missing on screen. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point of the and so, yep. and so we were, like, going to cut it. And Aaron and oh, Aaron no. pops over into... I don't remember what chat it was. And, like, it's because it's covering his, his body part. Like, <laughs> the sin is that it's covering up Loki's nudity. Said, and I'm like, I think I just said the narrator wants to see Tom Hiddleston <laughs> naked. How confusing is yeah. this? Like this is. No, I wish it was just a one-word response of penis yeah. question mark. Penis. I want. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see hid dick. I can't. So anyway, that one cracked me up because then I was like, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't argue with that anymore. No, you're it's ro- great. You're not, you're not <laughs> so wrong. Good. So. I just want to talk about a little behind the scenes moment for that one, which is why you listen to the show. Um, I really enjoy all of the pronunciation stuff that you have to keep track of, Aaron. How is that going for you? The hit eye and the all of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How are you you keeping it straight? Do you have it like written down now at this point? So. If if it happens often, it just becomes second nature. So like Modoc is just how I pronounce that show now. Mm-hmm. Like you know, um, whatever the one was in, um, what was the one in uh, Captain America and the Winter uh, or Falcon Shield? and the Winter Soldier? Wasn't there? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Sahild. It was. Uh, oh, the United Nations thing. The the planetary organization yeah, i forget nope. but it just became second nature every time we yeah. we said it just to say mm-hmm. it that way and so i do have to think about it the first time but but once i've kind of visualized uh and like written down phonetically like uh mm-hmm. hit eye you're good to go um like i yeah i'm good to go it comes becomes uh second well, nature at that point. well done so, yeah. those are delightful i love that people love it i love that it's become a nice little Swart. running gag that people are really into Swart. that was it Swart. Swart. Yes. yes um the yeah. uh, the Kama Sutra sin was delightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really loved the dun dun dun, and then like <laughs> yes, Loki's right the eyebrows end. kind of arc up, uh, which was was great. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, I would also mention uh, I just got really annoyed by uh, Owen Wilson being late to that that judging thing and just trying to figure out how time people be late would ever, to anything. you know, be late how to anything. Oh, it doesn't make any um, sense. So, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I you know, that kind of bothered me. Um, the uh, reverse expositioning device, the previously on the MCU device, uh, is pretty much the most sinful thing, in my opinion, about the entire first episode is it is just yeah. it is almost 30 minutes of previously on. Uh, in the you know like just going just over movie stuff because they've got to catch Loki up they've got to catch him up on you know yeah but the problem you, is some of that stuff happened about thirty minutes ago for Loki like he doesn't right. he's like yeah no I was there about literally yesterday mm-hmm. yeah um so the uh, the other part where the narrator interacts with um with Loki after uh, the narrator's been interrupted is there's the part where in the show it says, what are you doing? And he says, my job, is it yours to interrupt? And then the narrator just interrupts him and says, yes. And it goes on to the next thing. It's great. That was another one of my favorite uh, little tweaks on the format. So, so yeah, there you go. Loki glorious purpose, Uh, no spoilers, but, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll be doing more of that uh, down the line. Uh, Let's move into music video sins. Uh, Some more Dua Lipa. I think we just did a Dua Lipa song a couple weeks ago. This one's called Love Again. Um, So let's chat about it. Do you want me to read about what Barrett said about it first, or do you... That is what I was going to say, yeah. What did did Barrett have to say? (laughs) Okay, go ahead. (laughs) No. (laughs) I see. Uh, Barrett says that Dua Loopy song is good, but he doesn't say loopy. He said Lipa. I just can't read her for whatever reason. I can't. It's impossible. Okay. Uh, but most just because of the White Town sample. I used to adore that song back in the day. Like much of her recent output, it benefits from a dope bass line and a dry recording, which he puts in parentheses as explaining like little to no reverb. Um, the video, however, is confusing as fuck. What's up with the bull, the eggs, the clowns? The convention center slash hotel. I swear I've actually been to that place before and met Henry Kissinger. But that's a story for a different time. Anyway, this video led me to a conversation with my wife about underboob, which I was questioning. But my wife told me that's the new style. I don't understand. What's sexy about underboob? So the video is balls, but the song is fine. (laughs) I like me some Dua Lipa, by the way. I looked it up, and that's her real name. If you're watching this video, you saw Ian and I both react to the <laughs> what's so sexy about underboob comment. Like, what are you talking about, Barrett? What's, what's Bodies not, are not beautiful. To be, yeah, <laughs> not to be those guys for a second, but what's not sexy about it? I, yeah. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. Yeah. Shapes, all the I mean, shapes. I'm massively lacking in underboob. Like, I, if that's the new fashion, I'm not a sexy person at all. I have minimal. Underboob. I missed your guys' reaction because I had a different screen up entirely. I'll have to go back yeah, and watch yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, this video is wild. Um, God, this song. Everything is, about this made me angry. Sorry, uh, carry on. This this <laughs> song is. By the way, Dua Lipa is uh, from your side of the pond, right, Ian? I think she's uh, UK native. Um, I yeah. could be wrong about that. I think. Um, Good. But what? But, what uh, wait, why did you? Why were yeah, you angry? Oh, because I'm not. I, I was about to say I'm not a young person. I'm. I'm. I don't really do the music thing. I love music. Love it, but not. Not so much this music. So she could be, but she could be, she could be Australian for all I know. So sorry to let you down by not knowing every British person. Oh, (laughs) I just assumed there were 
you know, there were 22 of you and, you know, you all know each other. Uh, it is obviously a song about getting back into a relationship after having been hurt and being away from relationships and trying to figure out what that's about. If I might make some assumptions on the metaphorical aspects of this video, I do think there's some interesting things going on here. Uh, I think the, uh, you know, I mean, how detailed do you want me to get? But I think the hat at the beginning levitating over kind of represents the idea of when it's time, it's time. When you know it's time to put on the hat and go back to work, like, you know, it's you kind of it kind of comes to you. It's not something you decide. It's just like, hey, you know. I think I'm ready to ride the, the bull again. And uh, and then the bull is the relationship. And it's like, it's rocky, but you try to stay on. You try to hold on. And then, you know, and then you've got the the rodeo clowns and the, the egg. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense, I think, at the end of the day. Did you know that clowns trademarked their faces by painting them on an egg? That's, uh, that's actually how they... I'm sorry. Can we pause for just a moment? Can you... <laughs> Just go down that trail a little longer mm -hmm. and maybe explain sure. how you came to know that. <laughs> I, I also want to know what the fork that has to do with relationships. I believe that it's true, but so I don't know how trademarking your I face. I had a couple thoughts. Um, I don't know that the, the clown trademark thing does have anything to do with the metaphor, but I did have a couple thoughts on the egg thing. Um, the egg representing kind of the new life of a relationship. And so there are all these different clowns, mm -hmm. okay, guys, okay. who are trying to secure that relationship with her now that she's okay. kind of back in the right. game. And it's like, okay, how do I decide which of the eggs you know, which you of go these for? clowns? Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then at the end, when she wipes her clown makeup onto them, it's like she's taking ownership of the relationship and saying, I'm going to define this, not you. And so, yeah, I think. Listen, all that kind of metaphor stuff is stretching. It is it is what it is, but that's kind of what no. my brain did. Uh, it seems as like I was, it's right yeah. there on the surface. <laughs> Once you start sure. thinking about it in that way, it made sense I mean, to me. It's um, so you know. I, I really wrong, so. wish that there was a way for you, Aaron. I mean, I know you don't need this. I need this mm -hmm. for you. Okay, so just, just <laughs> okay. laying that down. Okay, okay. I, I'm with I you. really wish there was a way for us to get in contact with these producers and have them confirm or deny all of your like <laughs> yeah. how you view these things coming together like in this case if it was oh, just man. if it really was a meth induced hallucinating moment you know like no you know what it's <laughs> no, just right, right so we had one day to shoot we all went to a convention center no one had covid so um chaps were on sale there was a riding bull that was also just down the street uh, we were all hungry. The only thing that was still on the shelves at the grocery <laughs> store was eggs. So we just grabbed those and that's how the video came together. You know, but I want it to be your version so badly. I really yeah. do. I listen, some of the details may be wrong, but I would be very surprised if the bull riding metaphor wasn't about getting back on the bull, getting back on the horse, like getting back into the ring. I just wouldn't like, be surprised I, if it's like, you know what? I love to see women on bulls with barely any clothing. <laughs> I mean, it can be both. in that camp. Yeah, right? it, definitely it definitely can be both. Of, sure, um, yeah. sure, of course. So, yeah. It, yeah I just like, love that the chat is still really stuck on boobs. Of course they are. <laughs> I, We've moved on to like the metaphor and the layers of the onion, and it's still all about the underboob. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the sins. Um, by the way, the... Uh, the idea of trademarking your clown makeup uh, on an egg is called the Clown Egg Registry, and it is a, a real no, thing. No, it's not. That's so, not a thing. 
That's, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Danae, <laughs> uh, what do you? What did you got? What are some of your your favorite sins? Um, I liked the. Well, I've already mentioned the meth one, and then there's the animal cruelty one. I wrote down, and I guess you could say this hat is levitating. Those are the ones I wrote down. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Oh, this this made me so angry. This is so annoyed because stop sampling music. Be original. Make your own music. Um, but so can't really you sample like, originally? Can't you like? Can't you take something and make it new? I mean, isn't everything old? I mean, like you, you, you absolutely can. Yeah. Yes, I'm not saying it's a physical impossibility. It's whether you should. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. Part of me is if you're going to do it, do it. I mean, who am I to say what? Do whatever you want. Sample whatever the heck you want and make your own thing. Sure. But I would love it if. This, the original song had a damn thing to do with the song that you're you've just stuck it into, <laughs> if that makes sense. If sure. there was something yeah, more than oh, this beat is really nice and this is a great callback to the nineties or whatever. Right. I think it was in the nineties. And I love love that song. It's so good. Because it's so the original song, it's so quirky and unique, and there's a crazy story in mm. there. To then whack it on this, which is a pretty typical song about love and getting back on the buffalo mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just, ooh, it's like, it's a bit of a cash in for me. And it just, it bugs me, bugs me. Did you, did you say whack it on this? I'm just yeah. Is that okay. not a thing? Whack I, it. I, I, you know, it's just, the opposite it's like, is a thing. <laughs> so, but whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole is a super American thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So just sure, whack it sure. on something. So instead yeah. of whacking the mallet on the mole, right. I'm yeah. whacking a sample this is going to be mm-hmm. one of the main reasons oh. people are going to want to hear more from you. So this is going to be a thing. <laughs> it's be a thing. Sorry, no, it's it's W H A C K. It doesn't help well, for, for clarity. Doesn't, doesn't help. <laughs> why are you why are you putting so much emphasis on the A? Um, I really struggle to get past that because I yeah. I like the song, but I like it because of the other song, not because of this song, which is cheating for me. <laughs> you didn't do that. The, the other song did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Put onto the video before we actually just talk about how much I hate this song for an hour and a half. Um, it reporting the the glitter horse just killed mm-hmm. me. Like, just, yeah, no, there's a glitter horse. No, I said glitter horse. <laughs> What's ridiculous about that? Like, why is that so unusual? Right, uh, it killed me. Loved it. Uh, you could fit several actual human babies in those yep. pockets. Uh, yes, loved that. Um, and then the uh, what a dua uh, was a great great yes. wordplay. Uh, great portmanteau. Uh, all right, let's move on to Cinema Sins Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, this was an OG Atkinson Scott script. Uh, Jeremy and Chris writing on this one. Um, Danae, yeah, this is an interesting. I know one you've because- seen this movie. I know you've yeah. seen this movie, Danae. So we'll get yes, into that. So, so we um, first in week this year we had a special event for like the highest tier. Um, people that have been with us for a long time and are kind of grandfathered in and things like this. And so we had like a small, I don't even know, it was like 20 some people watch party Mm -hmm. essentially. And this was the movie that we all sat down and I was forced to watch this movie with everyone. (laughs) Thankfully there was wine and popcorn. So um, yes, I have, I have seen this movie and it is, is very long. Yeah, it is. And it's very, it's very silly. I almost said dumb. But it's very, it's very silly. It's oh, <laughs> not never, open that can of dumb worms. <laughs> I haven't seen any Godzilla versus whatever movies before, and I've 
I this is my first time to have ever seen like a big monster movie. Yeah. So I I understand now that the drive to go to a movie like this is to see fighting and destruction and chaos and big, you know, mammoths going at each other and you know like that's the cool thing. But peppered in between it all is just a whole bunch of crazy strange stuff that doesn't make any sense and it was really fun to do the watch along because I got to witness firsthand what it's like to sin along with my my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a delight. I, we haven't done that before. Where, like, when we go to the so during Sun Week, uh, usually we all go see a movie together. We try to go see a movie together, but we're all sitting in a theater and watching a movie. This is the first time we've actually kind of talked over a movie with an audience, and it was a delight and it was hilarious. Um, just cutting it up and having a good time. So I I really enjoyed watching this video because I had good memories of that event. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this 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 is a it's a good one to send. It's an easy one to send. Uh before we go any further, we should get to everybody's new favorite portion of the program. Danae tries to keep straight face while reading Jeremy's thoughts on a oh. movie for the first Yay. time. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh no no no. Oh yeah, I I'm kind of learning that jo- that Jeremy's doing this on purpose now, so I'm really <laughs> nervous about this. Taking, <laughs> taking you a few weeks to catch on to that one, isn't it? <laughs> Well, and I didn't realize that Barrett was doing that too for a time. I don't. Oh my God, he wrote a lot. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Did Danae, you read it, Danae? What did Jeremy have to say about Godzilla versus okay. oh, Kong? I'm so ready. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh no! You ever make up <laughs> stories? You ever make up stories with a five-year-old? It's infuriating. They constantly change the rules, usually in their favor, and pretend like the old rules are figments of your imagination. They mix genres, fucking around with Superman and Tron in the same universe. They rename characters willy-nilly, so Indiana Jones becomes Twiddle McGee Valentine the Cheese Master. (laughs) They ignore science, physics, math, and generally all known laws of the universe. They care not for continuity. They and they are very likely to get bored with the story before it's done and leave you holding the bag. This is how Godzilla vs. Kong was created. You sit down and the movie opens and you're like, oh, cool. It's Skull Island. And the fucking five year old says, no, it's all a giant digitized biodome like the Truman Show, only with a lot more tech. And you're like, who the fuck showed the Truman Show to a toddler? <laughs> But then you regroup and you're all, so this fancy tech biodome is going to be a big part of the, no, the child screams as a snot bubble forms on the left nostril. Now we're on a boat. (laughs) Why am I doing this kid's voice? I don't know. Is this a child or a witch? Shut up. (laughs) And you're you're like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) I feel like I need puppets (laughs) like for this one. (laughs) And you're like. The kid knows Lonely Island shit, too. God damn, these parents are dope. Then you pick up the boat and pretend it's sailing, and you hum a little shanty tune until the kid suddenly slams a Jurassic Park T-Rex toy down on the boat and shrieks, fight! And you're thinking, this is going to be good. But then the toddler just picks up the dinosaur and throws it across the room and mumbles something about potty. You know, I'm going to pause here for a second. (laughs) I just, I have something to say. I feel like, Though Jeremy does not have children, he has a really strong handle on how this would actually be done. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, this is really good. Okay, let's go on. Um, when you get back from going potty, you find that the five-year-old has thrown away the boat, and now we have a giant ape on a mountain. And you ask, 
where is King Kong now? Mount Everest? And the kid gives that look that says, what you talking about, Willis? And you wonder, different strokes? Who is making the entertainment choices for this child? And do I need to notify some kind of authority figure or entity here? But the kid explains that Kong is inside the earth. You bring up the whole molten core thing, but the kid bats away the sneeze and laugh, explaining that inside the molten core of the earth, there is a little known area. And in that area, there are valleys and rivers and mountains and also fucking sun somehow and magic acts in the ground that if you pick it up, it gives you the power to create more Godzillas and Kongs and stuff because this place is where all those giant creatures actually come from. And to prove it now, let's watch this T-Rex shoot his breath all the way through the earth, the molten core utopia, and then Kong and everyone else will go through the tunnel hole thing that Godzilla just created. Finally, the little shit takes a breath. (laughs) (laughs) But you are the child. (laughs) This is what was written. And you are able to interject and say, so we're back up on the surface of the earth now. And the kid says, do I have your attention? I know I do because it's it's a fucker walk. (laughs) And you you meekly offer, actually, you messed up (laughs) that Glengarry quote because it's are you interested I know you are because it's fucker walk but the child screams that character wasn't even in the original play and was only written for Baldwin after a mix up where he thought he was gonna play the piano a Pacino role I said piano just pretend (laughs) I didn't say that part and you sit back and just marvel at this little baby's filthy fucking mouth as well as his depth of movie knowledge. Before you can compliment him, he starts throwing the T-Rex and eight figure all over the living room, smashing picture frames, faces, lamps, windows. Kong and Godzilla are fighting, he squeals, and he smashes your grandmother's fine china. Godzilla is is winning, he giggles, and stomps on your dog's tail. God, this little shit. Wow. Then he runs away, and you think for a minute, maybe you're free. Perhaps the child's mother is in the other room and will distract him. Maybe the kid just left and made for the Greyhound station. Honestly, you don't care at this point because you just want to leave. But just as you head for the doorway, the kid returns with a running vacuum cleaner. (laughs) That is the bit that got her. Of all of the previous bullshittery. (laughs) That's the bit. He's got a vacuum cleaner shouting. (laughs) Nope. Mechagodzilla! Mechagodzilla! (laughs) And he throws the vacuum at your ultra-thin widescreen TV. The television smashes to bits and fragments of glass and plastic rain down on the floor. And the kid looks up at you and says, take that, Hong Kong. That's what you get for existing. Movie over. And he runs outside to play in traffic and you let him because that kid is a dick. Well, I have there like it is. Ten things that I want to say, but I can't remember I any think, of them. I think we've covered it all. In fact, I think Chris's thoughts on the movie were basically, you know, <sighs> okay, how do I so follow that? So Chris says this review is correct. So I don't have anything to add. <laughs> nice. On to epic. <laughs> Uh, let's go on to the sins from the video. Uh, oh I, I tend to agree that this this movie is is that mad. Um, I can kick us off. Um, the containment was right there. Uh, I love the times when we we make uh, jokes or portmanteaus that the movie should have made. Um, the uh, let's see the the myths the myths uh, that cracked me up. Just uh, I love it when uh, narrator Jeremy is responding to things on screen just by yelling back the words, the words. that the, the movie says. Yeah. It also made me think of uh, the Muppet show or the Muppet movie. Uh, where he's like, myths, myths. And then she pops up and goes, yes, 
Anybody else remember that? Okay, just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the firing missiles at Godzilla every time, 50 Sins, uh, was so great. So very, very great. Uh, let's see. The um, uh, the So it has no calories or sugar, but tastes slightly d- better than Diet Monster. Uh, loved that one. Uh, she signs Godzilla, not enemy, and that's great and all, but when did she and Kong work out a sign for Godzilla? Uh, also made me laugh uh, just because it's so, so true and so much more. Uh, what about you, Ian? Um, I, have a, uh, I haven't seen the film, and now I'm not going like, to. I really <laughs> wanted to because I thought this, you can't possibly get this wrong, but it feels like how Godzilla, the Godzilla bits were great of that Godzilla film. But then the human bit let it down, and this feels exactly the same. Like the monster mm-hmm. stuff is great, but the human story is absolute nonsense. Um, yep. But I did like the video. Um, I know you have me. Truman showed is just pretty, like the anger that Kong has at mm-hmm. yeah being trapped in this bubble. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, the singing handwriting, important notes, super focused Egyptian doodles. <laughs> that singing tune was brilliant. That killed me. I loved it. I went um, to check the notes on that one because I was like, is he mimicking something that he knows? Nope. It was just make it up. No, it's great. Love it. Um, the twist on the eating the apple sin and then like, just to be extra certain, make sure that you eat this guy's apple as well. <laughs> just just in case there's any question of how much mm-hmm. of an asshole you are. Um, just adding five million sins. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I went to check the notes on that's that one incredible. too. And in the, in the notes it says, yes, that's five million. <laughs> just, five million. just to make that's sure. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we have in our uh, our new script writing process uh, that we've started within the last year, we have a space for putting the amount of sins so it does an automatic tally of the sins. And it was so Not hilarious to see the five million uh, in that space uh, just, just cracking me up. Like, just crammed mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you know when there's that many sins, you're going to have a hilarious ending to the video where it's total sins. Ding. Ding, ding, mm-hmm. and the dings just ding, keep going ding, on for yeah. half an hour because yes. yep. it's we, oh, just just for clarity, uh, just for clarity, Ian. Those are bams. Uh, dings oh, bams, are sorry. You know, when the sins those. Ding, I just recently and learned the other that. Bam. Uh, there so there get my I'm, I'm, yep. I'm getting yep. mine just too. Bam. Those are bams. Educating, just edu- just being dings, dings yeah. and bamming. Yes. Yeah, because there was a note um, recently mind. on Slack like, "Oh, this uh, video is missing the bams," and I didn't know what that meant at all. Amazing. And that was only last week. To be fair, yes, it's a bam. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense that it's a bam and not a ding, but I'm not going to get into that now. That's <laughs> not my place. Um, and the uh, Harry Potter, um, yeah, how this climax is giant lizards fighting and not flying wizards. The wordplay there was great. Yeah, that was yeah. really was one of those universe scenes that's just mm-hmm. flying lizards and fighting wizards is just is right there to be to be sinned. It's yep. great. Yep, I agree. Today, what about you? Uh, I enjoyed the delivery of the uh, what's with the slow-mo helicopter for the rotors. They've been doing it for 60 years. Like it just how emphatic mm-hmm. he was. Um, and then the response of Kong doesn't immediately sign back. How the fuck am I going to fit in that tunnel? It just killed me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on to Epic. This was a huge share script. Danae and Barrett writing on this one. Oh, yeah. Um, did he have anything to say about Epic? I- think so he said there's a reason epic came and went without much fanfare this is a movie i would have totally taken my kid to see if i knew it existed at the time alas i did not and when chris put it on the schedule it was the first i'd heard of it it's not a 
bad movie. Good vocal talent, decent animation. My favorite sins were about Beyonce and the one where Jeremy sings the faux Willy Wonka song. Mm -hmm. A couple of things that really chapped my ass, though, is the stunt casting of Steven Tyler and that bullshit song in the middle of the movie that had nothing to do with anything and the fact that Amanda, is it Seyfried? Yes. Uh, and Peta were totally totally in love after less than 24 hours. This movie didn't need a love story plot thread and movie forced it in there regardless. And then he ends by saying under boob. Well, there you go. Thanks. The chat had just settled down and uh, now you threw it back out there. I'm just reading what's in front of me. Yeah, just just Mm -hmm. left it hanging out there underneath for them to grab. Uh, (sighs) Just just right there. With consent. With consent. Uh, Danae, I am so curious to share your thoughts on this movie. Um, yeah. What did you think? Um, I really wanted to like this movie. I, mm-hmm. I love the idea of shrinking into a fairy world. Like, uh, that's something I've been imagining since I was a little kid. So I'm mm-hmm. super down for that. Um, the forced love story thing is interesting because, spoiler for the uh, anyone who doesn't want to be spoiled on this, sorry. Uh, at the end, she's back to big size and then leaving to go hang out with the little guy as if they do have some sort of existing relationship beyond the film. And I'm just thinking about size and proportions and mm-hmm. way overthinking. Um, this is like the Incredible the, uh, Hulk should never have a relationship just in case he gets too uh, The TV show Boys has uh, dived into this idea of... Indeed. Uh, I, yes. I kind of actually like though that they leave it a bit open-ended like you can have a little uh adventurous kiss and it doesn't have to be something more and so i actually kind of enjoyed that in a way where sometimes you want to have the bow on the end to see you know what the story writers intended and and you feel a little like left undone but as time goes on i actually kind of enjoy those open-ended things because then i can kind of fill it in maybe they're friends maybe she gets to go back and shrink and become little person and she and her dad can kind of hang out with all of the fairy creatures and then turn big again later i don't know those i really wish that i could have some answers to but it feels more like a like you know epic two type of a thing um I I do like this movie though, and I think it's one that is uh it's a it's a good story and uh it's one that I could recommend to parents and that have kids or just are looking for something to watch that's not crazy over the top. Um, shrinking movies are fun. They are the uh, I shrinking shows shrink just shrinking down and going into a world Ant Man type like it's just mm-hmm. it's just a fun thing. Yeah. Um, and as is it as the Aziz Ansari. Mm-hmm hilarious holy shit those two little like comedic relief characters mug mug and grug or whatever they're called it's been a minute um they genuinely had me laughing a couple of times there's a sin in here where we give a sin to remind ourselves to come back and use it for an outtake later um and just like that was genuinely i watched that part over and over and over again because it made me laugh every single time and i love it when a movie can do that so um but it's definitely cinnable there's a whole bunch of stuff in here that doesn't make any fucking sense uh and that's true uh of most things but this one definitely has some plot holes so it's is it like ironclad one of the best stories of all time Nah, but it's good I thought this movie was terrible. Um, I for I think for me, I think you're right. It's a beautiful world. Like it's it's like okay, like to go in here, they do 
a good job at making it look great and you know it feels like a fun universe it just makes no sense what's i didn't know what i was supposed to be thinking feeling who i was supposed to be <laughs> no it's like, it's a the weird motivations ride. were like the things that i like usually connect to in movies this movie didn't care about um it was it just was like come be amazed at the creative world that we've built and it's like mm -hmm. okay yeah but what am i supposed to feel and what would like what are they what are they trying to do yeah it's almost um, like they just kind of started a lot and they didn't go into the deeper places of it like even mm -hmm. with every character you know the dad he is obsessed with his work and then he realizes he's obsessed with, that's probably the most fulfilled story that has the most emotion because you know the but young, it has so little to do with like 80 percent of the movie yeah it's you know? not, like, it's not it's the point just, of the movie it, it, yeah well i mean yeah so everything is convenience it's, it it is a very like i said very very easy to sin yeah super yeah. super easy to sin have you seen it ian no i haven't so i remember it coming out but honestly the title put me off because the words if i don't remember at the time the word epic was much more like kind of in the the cultural Zeitgeist sort of thing where yeah. everything was epic. Oh my god, dude, that's epic. And it immediately felt like this isn't telling me anything about this story. And the trailer doesn't look particularly epic. Uh, you're, you're not telling me anything about the movie with that title. And that was enough for me to not watch it. Yeah. And then it came and disappeared and I had no reason to re to revisit it. No. Yeah, when you start asking questions about this movie, it just falls apart. How how is the one queen the only one that knows anything about anything that just it falls apart? Like everything, mm -hmm. if you if you just pick a little bit, it just kind of starts to fall mm -hmm. apart. That's but I still think it's one that is is okay. Like it's yeah, it's no, okay because I, I think it doesn't. I don't know. I wasn't well, really expecting things, a lot. The things that make movies enjoyable to you or things to watch enjoyable to you are here. You know they're what here. I mean? Like Look so, at that. you know, we we watch movies Hilarious differently. Little creatures. Yeah. Fantasy universes. What I like it. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get into the sins. Uh, Ian, I'm going to let you kick us off on this one. What were some of your favorite moments from this video? Um, you can't punch a cloud. <laughs> I just love so that good. observation. Like, well, I mean, it's one of those things that doesn't need to be said, but also absolutely needs to be said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. Um, the reference to Thomas, uh, sorry, the yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine getting derailed at the end of Ant-Man was an excellent, mm -hmm. excellent equivalency. Love that. Um, I'm not going to steal the Red Dead Redemption reference. Um, you should. <laughs> even though I just did. Uh, but that was a great, great nod. Really, really good. Yeah, love that. Well done, Aaron, for that. That's yes, a deep thank cut you. for you. Thank That's you, I appreciate very that. Very impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was Barrett. But yeah. and, and the family that gets concussed together is nonplussed together. Loved it. <laughs> the right. various meanings of nonplussed. Absolutely right. love that scene. We have to have this conversation Here again. Here we go. Here we go. We have to have this conversation. Here, no, we, go. Go. Here we go. It's wrong. But it rhymes, <laughs> and it's now used enough that way that it's right. I don't, you just, Aaron Quick. I I know. I just don't know. Like do it. I don't. Know, I don't know when to let go. Like I don't know what now. to fight for and right what now. not to fight. What not to fight for. Like it's like what is the point of the fight? Language is going to do what it's going to do, but it's just like yeah. other people's choices are impacting my ability to be clear, and that's that's unfortunate. But it is just the world we live in because it's all symbols. It's all symbol theory. Yeah. Nothing actually means anything. Everything all is a words. symbol in perspective. So all yeah. words are made up. All That's of them. It. All words are made up. There are no made up words because they all are. So but the more we, we can for. agree on what they mean, the easier it is to communicate with each other. And so that's where I'm just like, ah, but some maybe if I if I start this fight soon enough, maybe I can get enough of an army that we will save nonplussed. 
But what's the what's the benefit at the end? What's the what's clearer the... communication? The ability um, to use a word that literally means, you know, uh, shocked and surprised. Uh, you know, can you not get that from context? The meaning of the word? Sure, of course you can. <laughs> of course you can. But you know, there's written word, there's spoken word, there are mm -hmm. contextless word. You know, so yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right, and that is where I land as well. It's like it's not, you know, there's there's nothing I can do about it, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But there is just that little element of me. It's like you're ruining my words, but they're not my words. They're not mm -hmm. my words. So, and I yeah. don't disagree with you at all. I'm actually on your side of this argument. It's just fun to be a butt about this <laughs> sort of stuff. But I'm <laughs> just like, really? Ian's a butt? Never. Um, but I, yeah, I think we have dictionaries for a re reason. Use them, people. Um, there shouldn't be ambiguity in this. It should mean one thing, but it's still a good sin. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. But back it's to great. the Or movie. a really bad sin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, back to the movie itself. Uh, did you have any others you wanted to mention, uh, Ian, or was that your uh, last one? Uh, just... Just full bounce, twist, bend, dodge, leap, pose, excitement again, mm -hmm. just to carry on through yeah. Um, yeah. through the other one. Loved it. If you are nonplussed that we are having the nonplussed conversation, uh, you haven't been here very long. Uh, so, yes. No, I think is. they will look pretty nonplussed. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, I also liked, uh, dear dad, I was here for 12 minutes and got mad when you didn't abandon your life's work to talk to me immediately. Yes. My lack of patience and short-sightedness has driven me to the realization that I should show you how easy it is to abandon things you love. Goodbye, your selfish kid, MK. Uh, beautiful. Just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, the uh, things five lovers say in their adult life when they wrongly believe that mice should be adored, fed, clothed, and kept as pets. And then just the pause and then... Danae. Danae. Yeah. Do uh, you oh, I forgot. Yes, that was on my list as Do well. It's so remember good. Remember the story behind this one, Aaron? Oh, I I know. Yes. Okay. Oh, I know the story. Ian, I, this is one of those story? stories you've you've told enough I don't that know I could this tell. Story. I, oh, I, this is a I'm gonna have to tell like the abbreviated version. I've actually told the story in a long form. Um I, I went and hung out on Moco Made Show on Twitch. So it's just mm -hmm. it's them listening to me as I tune in with audio and I can I can link that up on YouTube if you want to hear like the full story. But the shortest short version, since this is already going long today, is that um, I once fed a mouse that was in our house, the place I lived, because I thought that's what you were supposed to do. And it came back with friends. And so then there yep. were a lot yep. of mice and I didn't tell my mm -hmm. roommate what happened. We moved. And when I got to the new house, I had this mat like this like three or four foot tall circular bin that was completely plastic uh, uh, filled with my shoes. And I heard a scritching sound in the bottom and turns <sighs> out that I had moved a mouse with me and this mouse had babies. And so I didn't know what to do. I took it. I took all the shoes out and it couldn't jump out of the container. So I just put it in my car in the passenger seat. I buckled it in and you know, took it to work with me. And I worked at a bookstore. Guys, this is a dark story. I just want to give you. Why did you? I just, why? I want to. Why did you take it to work? This is when I need to tell you all that if you were children listening, this is not end well for anybody. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to keep going God. because I know you're curious, but please be careful with. Anyway, so I, t because I was, I was late to work. I had to go to work, Ian. And so I get there and the, and, my cousin, who I work with at the time, she says, just put it in the dumpster. And I thought, that's a good idea. They can live forever 
in the dump, but it was raining that day and I didn't want them to drown. And so I took it inside. So we had this small uh, room, the bathroom that we used for like storage. And I also found, oh my God, we had a little plastic container for it, like bugs. You know, you can show, you get all the lightning bugs that go into like the little thing and you can show them off kind of we had one of those and i thought oh there's kids that come to the bookstore i should put the mouse and our babies inside of this because then the kids can see it and so i if this story ends with air holes i, I it has air holes it's meant for it's meant okay, for this thing good. and so i i <sighs> good I, good it's got air holes relief. everything's great everything's I, yeah great. no that's fine so I, I, this has to I, end well I tip this i tip it over turns out mice can jump really fast and so it jumps out there goes the and it runs and it goes into the vacuum cleaner so now there's a mouse <gasps> vacuum cleaner and so i take the babies i put them in there with some like you know like some fluff and stuff that i ripped up and so there's and they're fine the babies are fine but we don't know where mommy is and so now the manager is involved because he's like why did you bring mice to the bookstore and i'm like <laughs> valid valid question what do we do now so we go to the parking lot Points to that man. we rip open the vacuum cleaner and the mouse comes flying out of the vacuum cleaner at his face he screams like a woman it was one of the best experiences of my life we managed to actually catch the mouse and put it in with the babies and everything was fine for about 48 hours and i showed all the children and they were like these little bitty babies and then they look at the mouse and blah 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 and then, and then on that second slash third day in comes the little girl that's been here once before and i say look we've got we've got this thing and i can't find the babies anywhere because it turns out that when creatures are in captivity and they feel like they're in danger yeah. they eat their own children yeah. A fucking yeah. mouse, which we had called Hoover. Fucking Hoover ate her babies, and then I got mad, and I wanted to kill the mouse. No, I didn't want to kill the mouse at first, but I really wanted to kill it now because it deserved it. But it turns out that, it all comes that this, lovely, this lovely little kid lived on a farm, and so she took Hoover, the murderer, and to the farm to live out the rest of her days, and that is the story of Hoover the mouse. Murder. I don't know if you would say murderer or in infanticide cannibal. Uh, you know, nice, mouse. nice. Uh, so, but good yeah, lord, that started out as the literal animal version of the Toy Story film, and then turned into something like hostile and. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I told something you. very different. I told you, it got dark really fast. Yep. So that's the origin story of that one, and that people is why you don't get high and feed mice. All right moving on yeah. it's like it's like watching the road you ever seen the road no, no i haven't okay. actually anyway i'm gonna watch the road no i'm not gonna watch the road <laughs> if it's anything like that story i don't need to that's fine we, just, we can call it the 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 rodent guys we can call it uh guys. nice anyway nice. that was that stops. story i don't even remember who was talking anymore it was such a uh i, I think don't know, but I'm, I, I'm I think i was going through my uh my favorite uh sins Danae, <laughs> um is where we left off uh, let's That's the first shout-out the... I have. That's the first official shout-out. No, nope. isn't it? No, it is. Uh, maybe in, in Cinema maybe Sins. In cinema not sins. on TV Sins. But... Uh, okay, yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, we shouted out you spelling being very particular about how you spell your name. Which I am not. Um... That was the most ironic thing, but I am not. <laughs> <laughs> People call me D all the time. Denis. Denis. Yep, yep. There's no uh, K in there. It's not Denis. Uh, let's see. I won't bother to tell you where right now. You'll just have to wait until we start flying in the direction of my choosing because I'm determined and pretty and, and have a fierce ponytail. Pony ponytail. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Love that one. Uh, honey, I shrunk the kids again and also you're dead. 
made me very, very happy. Um, and I think you've mentioned the others. Uh, although I did really enjoy the the pointing out of the different things during the credits yeah. running. I thought that was really yeah. fun as well. Yeah, those are fun to find. Yep. I liked that. Today, what about you? Um, I liked. Uh, Barrett did this one, the movie that has 936 storylines and only 1.5 of which is actually necessary. Every time that that came up, I chuckled and I really enjoyed that. It's so true. Um, I like the she got in one little fight, got distraught and real flared. Um, oh, I thought that would delivery was really fun. That's great. Uh, saving shed things from dead things. And um, <laughs> this brutal one, the I would feel bad for this now pilotless bird. But then I remembered it's just a fucking bird. And it was just brutal because at that point in the movie, you kind of think that one of the people is dead. And the representation of the bird being without a writer is sort of this poignant moment. And mm-hmm. so that sin just slayed me. So that's what we're here for. Ruin the poignant yep. moment. <laughs> Ruining it yep. all. Yep. Ruining it all. That's what we do. Uh, all right, let's move on to keeping tabs. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, mm-hmm. those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. Uh, every time I, I talk, wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels when we're. Okay, we're going to try this. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. Let's take a look at the stuff from putting the the content together for the week. Um, Danae, why don't you kick us off? Okay, I will. I'll do it. Here we go. These are all the things that I did look up for this movie. Are you ready? It's good. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Good. Yeah, sure. Somebody sure. vote for it, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. What, what? Can snails and slugs drown? Turns out, yes, they can. Yes, they I can. I looked up the lifespan mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. a fruit fly, a snail, mm. and a slug. Okay. Um, I did research if slugs can go upside down. I just want to let you know I did all of those things and I spent a great amount of time learning amazing, interesting things about bugs. Mm-hmm. And I also, because of the end credit scene, I had to look up all of those words that were in the end credit scene. 
So yeah. that was really interesting. Um, uh, one of the most, I don't think I point this out. Maybe I did point out there's a, there's a business card in the credit scene. That's like a wink or nod to somebody who's passed away. It wasn't really clear who it was, but that was an interesting thing to find. You know, they do those kinds of like winks and nods to people that mean, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that are meaningful. So, um, Melifonis Bivitatis is just a grasshopper. Okay. I just want you guys to okay. just, can you call it a grasshopper? This sisters of Carolina is also a grasshopper. Okay. Fultini is also some kind of a bug. Guys, this just goes on. There's Pegalaga is also a bug. This one has wings. I just want a whole segment of you uh, <laughs> pronouncing the Latin names of animals. Um, I think uh, I think it'll be great. We'll call it the segment, and it'll be wonderful. Uh, and also, I had to look up the difference between crows and ravens at one point in time because I wanted we were calling it a murder, and we just had to be sure. And it's they're really similar looking. It is not as easy as mm-hmm. you think to identify. Yeah. I looked up a but lot you for know, this movie. Once you know the difference, you get to go that so Raven, and you can, nice. you can figure it out. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Ian, you didn't write on anything this week, but I am curious as to like if you have any thoughts or stories from kind of your first little bit here as like the behind the scenes, uh, you know, just kind of some some stuff from your process that you've kind of learned or figured out. Like, yeah, what do you got? Well, I mean. I'm in touch with the FBI or our equivalent MI5 a lot more than I ever intended to be. That's right. Um, the thing, that's probably my most frequent thing that I messaged an A about is, do you understand the fucked up thing that I just had to research for comedy? Yeah. Um, so how much do the internal organs of a person weigh? Um, was one of my favourites. That was from Captain America and the Winter Soldier because I, I think, think he's saying that that takes guts. Yeah. Um. I would think the MI5 would be glad that you're researching it and not just figuring it out in real life, you know? As like I go, yeah. yeah, yeah. So are you I saying that everybody that hasn't Googled that is being investigated correct, and I'm the correct. only one that's I think that is, good. yes, yeah. Excellent. I think you put yourself good. on the, the green list with that one. Fantastic. That's one way to nonplus an entire population. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I had to work because it takes a lot of guts and it turns out that there's not actually a lot of guts inside a person. So I had to work out what qualifies medically as guts and it's actually it was only like 10 pounds and i was like well that's not very much i'm sure it takes more than that to be a hero um and i think this week without any spoilers i had to do a deep dive on um what exactly causes a brain freeze um and what that is linked to um and i was quite happy that the show got it massively wrong but i now know what causes a brain freeze which is great there you go. Yeah, the, you go. the crazy stuff you have to look up. The amount of tabs you have open yeah. is insane. Yeah, yeah. I have it's a great. couple things to talk about from um, this week's videos. One is a pronunciation thing. When you're narrating, uh, you have to, or you try to pronounce things correctly. And the uh, the nut that is spelled A L M O N D S almond um, uh, is Elmondo? actually pronounced. Almonds. Oh, the, the L, the L is silent, and I, I, that is something I've only learned recently. L- so I wanted to pass that almonds. on. Almonds, yeah, is actually technically how those are pronounced. Almonds, almonds, yeah, like an omen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> almond. Cassetta. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, you got it. You got it. 
Uh, and then the other thing I want to talk about is a part of our process where we spell things out for the narrator. And during Raya, Danae and I had an argument that I'm ready oh, for everybody to settle. Shit. Um, You're airing our dirty laundry. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. No, it wasn't really too much of an argument, but she was really confused because uh, the character in Raya calls her father Ba. Right. And <laughs> so we were like, how how do we how do we, you know, make sure, um, you know, we tell the narrator that B.A. is Ba. And Danae wrote C.A.W. for a rhyming word. Ka, right. And I said I said I would go more with P.A. like Pa. And she said those are pronounced ka, exactly pa. the same. And ba. do you hear the difference no, when cool. you say it? Do you hear the ka, difference when you say ba. it? It's Ka. <laughs> Sorry, you don't say caw, caw, you say in pa, ah, 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 right? Like there's a, there, that is different, right? Phonics with dicer. <laughs> <laughs> but where this comes, where this becomes really valuable and really important is when you're doing phonetic spellings for the narrator. Sometimes you like you have to think about how they could pronounce it wrong instead of how it makes sense to you. Like mm -hmm. you have to be like, oh, is there any way they pronounce the, the, you know, like the words I just put down there incorrectly. And then it came back like there was one word that uh, we had real trouble with during the Raya script because of this. Like, and I forget exactly what the word was, but eventually tuk, tuk. we went with, yeah, yeah, it was the, it was the animal, um, which should be tuk tuk. Uh, is how they say it in the in the movie, but we, you know, T O O K took, became. Took. Uh, and it was it was it's supposed to be uh, tuk tuk, and it became tuk tuk. Right, yeah. And tuk, it was tuk. also tuk, and so it's so, tuk yeah, tuk, it's... tuk tuk, not tuk tuk, guys. <laughs> so anyhow, that's just a really we should it's send just one of those audio, parts of the process, which I've done with you before, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I do, I have I've said I said that I was like, why do you not just say this? Like, just attach a little mm -hmm. audio clip. You know, I bet you could do that in the, that in the you, spreadsheet. Aaron. You probably could in the actual mm, spreadsheet or sent I me separately sent separate. audio because that's a because that's the thing with me is like I want to put it right there in the script for them, yeah. um, you know, so it has context as they're doing it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, anyway, so I wanted to to mention that and, and to Razzanay a little to, bit about. That's great. I appreciate uh, that. Call. Thanks for the heads up I that you were doing that. A lot of that, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. <laughs> so let's move on to the comment section. Quickly. <laughs> I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We'll each take a comment from this week's videos or the internet, wherever we wanted to get up from. Uh, I will start with the uh, Raya video again. Uh, somebody said, Raya, each island was named after a part of the body, and that one small island between the right leg and the left leg is... Uh, and so I thought that was funny. And then the comments, of course, were amazing. Uh, one of the first to chime in said, of course, that's Penn Island. Uh, and if you look at Penn Island... Mm -hmm. uh, you can yeah. you can get the joke. So that's amazing. So there you go. I thought that was. What, you don't want to say penile. Penile <laughs> would, would have been would have been even better, Danae. And honestly, I feel like I want to go back into those comments and just say nice. no. That is yeah. p e e n space i s l e. That is penile. Mm -hmm. There you go. Nice. Uh, Danae, what about you? Um, I also chose one from Raya. This is from Nathan, who says, "I realize that this is nitpicky." Hey, welcome. We we, we can right we can channel. handle it, but this is Cinemasins comment section. The projectile in question at fourteen eighteen, which is the shrimp tail, um, is in fact a shrimp tail, 
as it is comprised mm-hmm. of the back half of the animal and provides propulsion. It fulfills the requirement for a tail and lacks the head that would mark it as a whole shrimp. And I just wanted to say thanks for the education. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what I've always imagined a shrimp tail to be, but um, they are absolutely correct. And that's a you done messed up A.A. Ron moment right there. You know, but, I just um, really am happy that. You know, you razzed me and then I just inadvertently <laughs> got to do that. That was mm, nice. That was yeah, nice. Amazing. Uh, but yes, it is called the entire, what we call shrimp is called the shrimp tail uh, in many cultures. So there you go. Interesting. Um, Ian, what about you? Uh, mine comes from the Dualapa video um, <laughs> from Tonycom125. And it's just one of those comments that has just ruined something for me. So I just wanted to share it with the world in the mm. hope that it ruins it for you as well. Nice. Um, ah, Never Be Your Woman, the song I had long mistook for sampling the Imperial March from Star Wars. Oh, and nice. I now condemn you to not always hear that. If you compare the two, mm-hmm. it's not perfect, but it's close enough that I can now not unhear it. <sighs> That's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. And thank you for passing on that to the rest of us. You're welcome. Uh, All right. Let's move on to Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're just going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture we've seen recently. I'm going to go first. Uh, because I'm going to, I think, repeat a Beyond the Sins because I recently rewatched something that I believe I recommended before. And as heartily as I recommended it, uh, it is not heartily enough. Um, it is an it is an artistic piece of genius that I just want to put out there into the universe again. If you have not seen Derek Delgadio's In and of Itself on Hulu, watch it this week. It is absolutely astonishing. It is so cool and good and meaningful and powerful. I introduced it to some friends when I was on vacation and they absolutely loved it. And we talked about it for the next two days. Like it is just, it is that kind of piece of, of, uh, entertainment slash, uh, content slash art. Um, so I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast. I know I've mentioned it in other places, whether or not that's true. I have no qualms mentioning it again. Uh, check out Derek Delgadio's in and of itself on Hulu at your earliest convenience and go in blind and have an amazing, meaningful, powerful, great, fun time. So there you go. It's great when you can recommend something that confidently with no caveats. No, if you like this, you'll like this. It's just watch this and thank me later. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it great. really is one of those one of those kind of things. Have Have you seen it, Ian? I haven't. We don't actually get Hulu over here, not in the same form. So I'm going to have to have a look and see. I'm sure it'll be available somewhere soon. So I will definitely have do a look. Do you have it? Uh, do you guys have like the star section of Disney Plus? That's Disney like Plus, Hulu? we do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might be in there. And in and of itself is another one of those phrases that's been morphed and broken in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. So I'm really glad the title of this got it right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Danae. Oh, oh, hello. What do you got? Um, I'm going to talk about a game that I have been kind of obsessing over. It's called Zentris. It is like Tetris, but Zentris instead. Okay, listen, I don't know how to describe this very well, but you have a, um, It here's what I like about it. It's a simple gameplay. You play until you can't make a move and then you can just play over. So it's like an intrusive game, but you are given um, just like the same kind of Tetris, uh, what do you call them? Shapes? Pieces? Pieces? 
Um, no, 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 no. Um, Tetrinos. They're actually no. That's that I is think right. That's the Holy word for them. shit! Yeah. Yeah. Nice you know, pull. Yeah, Ian. no, there is a word yeah. for them. You're right. Okay. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they have, have you know, you've got like the L shapes, and then the three on the bottom, like the little claw looking one, and all these different ones. And then you have a rotating board, so you can rotate the board all around. And so you have three options. You have to play all three that are in front of you. Place them on the board. And then clear uh, clear them out as best you can. And at first when I got this, I thought they stacked like kind of up on top of each other too. Um, they do have pieces that are multiple levels, like they're four thick things. Like, so it gets more and more complicated. So even though you're clearing that bottom level out whenever you complete a row, as you t- twist the board around and you're completing all these different rows, um, it might not clear the whole row because you've got like a thicker stacked piece and it's just a nice little simple thing to do in the background of your day. It does not require a lot of thought. And I was, um, I've been kind of impressed with it because it's one that I continue to just play in the background. And I, I have my high score right now is 9,850. Enjoy, I have enjoy no context. beating is that. that. No, I just think it's kind of fun <laughs> to share it. So let me know if you get centrist and let me know if you beat my score because I am pretty impressed with myself for actually getting that. Uh, it's it's hard. It's a, it's tricky. Give me that. Give me that exact uh, number. Nine thousand eight hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to send you a yeah. screenshot of nine thousand eight hundred and fifty-one in half an hour. I'm going to start playing it now. If I can get there before the end of the episode. He's literally just like you and I, Aaron, because this is what we used to do. We used to like battle each other. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I miss man, those days. I, <laughs> I just re-downloaded uh, Balloons, TD Balloons, uh, mm-hmm. where you've got the monkeys that shoot yep. the balloons in yep. the tower defense, and it is owning my again. life right now. And I'm like at the, yeah, again, and I'm like at that point where I'm like, okay, d- do I need an intervention? <laughs> do I need like, you know, I'm just like, there are some games that are like that. I love TD Balloons, and I had forgotten, and now it's over. My I, life is over. I almost recommended TD Balloons to someone recently, but I... um. I just I can't get into that game. Yeah. I need to I need to sit down with it a little bit more. But uh yeah. So this one again is called Zentris. Um and there's a little bit of a learning curve, but it's incredibly simple. It's self explanatory. You don't really need a lot uh a, a lot to just enjoy it. Flip the board around and let me know if you like it. Ian, what do you got? Uh, well, you're gonna have to skip me. I'm playing this game. Um, no, <laughs> um, so it won't it won't come as a surprise um, that I'm a huge, massive, freaking Star Trek nerd. So I'm not going to recommend Star Trek because that doesn't really count as a beyond. It's, it's I think people might have heard of it, mm-hmm. but I am going to recommend Star Trek Short Treks, which is probably a bit of a niche audience that needs this. But if you're not certain, you like sci-fi, but Star Trek is very daunting because there's a hundred well there's literally 800 episodes or installments to get through and thousands of hours short treks is a really good thing to watch as a primer for new star trek so like kind of the discovery star trek picard star trek um strange new worlds kind of era and if you like these short treks which are about 10 some of them are 10 minutes it's an anthology series that i think season one has six four episodes and season two has six episodes um and it's kind of like a self-contained adventure that also gets picked up on in the tv show so you'll get rewarded for then watching the tv show afterwards but it's really if you like these it will then be a good indicator that you're gonna like the tv show 
Um, if you don't like them, go back and watch Star Trek The Next Generation because that's totally different and you'll definitely like that. So this is a win-win recommendation. Where can you you watch these? Um, So you can get the Blu-ray of um, both seasons pretty cheap on Amazon Prime, or you can get it on Disney Paramount Plus. Not Disney Plus, Paramount, Peak Paramount. Okay. You got there. Uh, Chat wants to know if you're Kirk or Picard. Not to, it's Picard. It's not really a question. It is, it is just Picard. He is the one. Kirk is so problematic in so many ways. Um, it's Picard every day. Every day, all day. Picard. There you go. There yeah. you go. There you go. So in and of itself is on Hulu's interest is on your app store in Star Trek Short Treks uh, should be on Paramount+. Plus. Well, that's going to wrap it up for Behind the Scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, uh, mail it to us. P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri, 65738. Don't mail us anything for Ian. He will never get it. Hang out with us on Twitter. We have the technology. We can post it to him. No, no, no. Uh, Hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae Says. D-E-N-E-S-O-S. Wow. Whoa. That's it. That's it Very nice. And he is at Galactic underscore Dave. So for Ian Whittington, Danae Hughes, a cannibalistic and fantasidal field mouse, and myself, we will see you next week. Bye. Happy Jonathan's on vacation day. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash BTS. I can't hear you. Why can't I hear you? Shit. What have have I broken? I broke something. Why am I breaking things? Oh, God. Why? And I love it when you write a sin that then catches you off guard. Like, I told the editors to do the thing, but when the thing happened, it killed me and Danae. And I didn't know uh-huh. it was coming at all. And so it was all of a sudden, it was nice. just like, bam! And we, bam! we both... 18 arrows on the screen. It was amazing. Um, it was so it, good. There is this beautiful thing that happens uh, that you fall in love with where you conceptualize something mm-hmm. and then you put it into the editing process and then you kind of forget about it a little bit. Uh-huh. And then by the time the edit comes out, you see it and you're like, oh, yeah, I thought of that thing. That thing I thought of. It's hilarious. <laughs> the oh thing that God. I did go me. I'm fucking hilarious. Uh, let's do some checky checky on your techie techie. Oh, no, we can't. Yeah, I, we can't talk about any of the cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is the life of a B team member is living in a constant state of what is reality what what time is it like (laughs) what's released when are we on the calendar what's out what can we say why am i so exhausted when i apparently wrote nothing this week or last week (laughs) according to this episode (laughs) that's right that's right i know ian's chomping at the bit to change his twitter handle or not his twitter handle but his twitter profile to include no yeah just change my twitter (laughs) handle to (laughs) that's gonna get really confusing i think it's taken i think it might be taken uh, it hasn't got a blue tick, so it doesn't doesn't count. Oh, that's, that is true. Don't that don't true. fire me. Wow. I think the, the mantle wow. the mantle of don't fire me has wow. officially been handed from today yep. to me. Congratulations, it's now yours, and that one may actually get you canned. So good job. <laughs> Please don't fire excellent, me, guys. Excellent, excellent work. 
Danae, just just because I know you're always open to correction Fuck. and it's one of your favorite things. Oh um, no. The the phrase is champing at the bit, not chomping at the bit. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, Correct. Fuck you. That's what a horse that's what a horse <laughs> the bit is the piece that the mm-hmm. horse holds on to and yeah. champing yeah. is what they do to it. Yeah, they yes. also chomp on the bit. <laughs> yeah, but they don't chomp the bit. Oh no. my god, there's two of us. <laughs> this is my fucking nightmare. <laughs> I, I thought I was ready for this, but I, I'm not. I'm just going to take a... I'll be back. I'm going to take a... I'm just going to compose myself. Okay, bye. Poor Danae. The one thing that... Uh, what was it? I don't even know when it came up, but the word came up. The word, Ian. The word that you mispronounce and you that that uh, she thinks you mis... Cassettela. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Yeah. It mm-hmm. came, out, came up naturally in a show Amazing. we were doing or something. And uh, I said something like, I believe you mean uh, Quesadilla. And uh, she says, and we have a friend who pronounces it, uh, kiss, what, whatever it is. What, how do you say it? Quesadilla. That's, that's what we're going with. The English pronounce it Quesadilla. So I have to ask you, when <laughs> is the reveal? When is like when are we revealing that this has been I mean, a wall? We're in July now, so maybe twenty twenty nine. Or maybe or I just, if you include this in the outtakes, yeah, maybe I just she doesn't put this in the outtakes. This. She, no, does, she doesn't. That will be this. the test. That will be the Perfect. test. <laughs> Do it. You have my permission to put it in the outtakes, and then we can give her crap in twenty twenty nine. Well, if so you he, listen to behind the scenes, you'd have found out seven years ago. Eight Ian years has ago. Danae believing that uh, he mispronounces uh, the word quesadilla, uh, quesadilla. And, Not just uh, me, all of England, yeah. everyone. Oh, 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 that's right. She thinks it's yeah. the entire country. Okay, okay. She thinks it's a regional yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fun times. We'll see if she listens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is she still prepping? Is that what she's doing? I mean, I assume so. Are you prepped? Are you completely prepped? I'm prepped. I'm good. See, see, it's not that hard, right, Look Ian? Oh, don't do I'm not doing that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. You can, you Join can sink. Join me, Ian. No, Join you can sink me. that ship on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I am not being a part of that Poseidon adventure. Nope. Mm, mm, nope. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, the original or the remake? Um, the one in 1979, the original. Yeah. Or 77, something like Hackman, that. Hackman, right? Gene Hackman, is it? Yeah, Gene yes. Hackman, that's the one. That's yes. good. That's some good stuff. That's a, just a fun little disaster adventure. I watched um, Airport recently, which was like one of the first like disaster movies. Yeah. And... We're going to lose tonight immediately. <laughs> yeah. She, she, we got her back for a second, but we were talking movies. All right. I, next time I'll have to notice when she's about to put her headphones on and, and just say, so tell me about your favorite kinds of puppies or something. I don't know. Or something D&D based. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We'll talk about character sheet I or something. Finally, I finally did what Danae couldn't do. Danae, I got Aaron into D&D. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm totally excited now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was watching Airport. And, yeah, that, uh, I, I can't remember if I've seen it. To be honest, it's ringing bells. It's really I good. Know. It's really good. It, like those old disaster movies were so focused on character development, whereas new disaster movies are all about the the all explosions the and the disaster yeah. part. But what what I think we've lost in the balance is the idea that the character development actually makes the disaster part so much more meaningful, like 100%. so much more Absolutely. interesting. Towering um, Inferno springs to mind. Yeah, yeah. And that's so, yeah. not like kind of world-ending disaster, but it is a disaster film. But that is right. not about the Inferno at all. That is all no. about the the emotional stuff that your man is going through. And Poseidon Adventure is like that as well. You know, yeah. like it's got some 
Because it's the situation that becomes more interesting because we're invested in the people in the situation. So you get to ask all those questions Absolutely. like, what would I do in that situation? What would I do if I were this person? Um, yeah, it's, it's you know, when you think about, about D&D. Oh, man, it was so close. <laughs> so close. Uh, no, <laughs> got to be on top of it. You know, well, I think I, Titanic got it right a little bit. Oh, great. Yeah, well, that's probably Dungeons why and Dragons puppies. is amazing. I mean, I mean Dungeons <laughs> oh, and Dragons and puppies. <laughs> and, um, oh, Dungeons and Dragons and puppies. And puppies. D &D &P. When you do puppies yeah. and Dungeons and Dragons. Cool. Mm -hmm. D&D and um, oh, P hi, with Dene. I and A. Oh, you were, hello. Uh, hey, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you ready for your big uh, 4th of July weekend, guys? Oh, no, we call it something completely different over here. Aren't you talking to somebody happy, <laughs> happy Ungrateful Colony Day. Ian, uh, how, how are you celebrating the independence of the colonies? Um, I've got like a whole bunch of voodoo dolls that are just wrapped in like just stereotypical no, like cowboy hats, stuff like that, and I just prod them. So here's my question. Is, the, is there any like even like slight level of genuine uh, bitterness or... Uh, anger in the british consciousness about the us of a oh and no not at all and yeah can i because yeah, you speak I, for I all it's... of britain like i speak, no, for, I speak all for all of, of women England. yeah i i speak for all of 16 of us and now that i've written some lady-based sins i now speak for all women as well um so i'm glad, glad we started and some lady-based sins <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a nice but short tenure of Cinema Sins. I'll be back to my regular job now. I'm Bye, writing guys. some sins about lady bits. Uh, yep. They call them the lady bit sins. Yes, I took them all through today and she approved them. So they oh, have. That works. That yeah, works. They now speak for everybody. And um, you know what? Genuinely, I think it's because you've surpassed us in pretty much every way, both in the good stuff and the bad stuff. <laughs> so I think that's why. So like we, yeah. get, we get tons and tons of good content from you guys and we get tons of food and, and all of that stuff. We get a nice mm. holiday as well. We get some good weather. But you also do a lot of dumb stuff that makes us look a bit better because we do, we do all of the dumb things as well, but you dial it up to 11 sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's right. I think that's fair. Danae, you okay? Hi, super great. You good? Yeah, I'm super great. It's like it's like watching my two best friends just like get so excited talking back and forth, and I realize like I don't have to do anything anymore. I don't have to talk. It's, I don't just, have to lead conversation. I don't have to. Have, I have. I could literally just sit here, and you guys could just take it away, which is great because I'll just work. So this whole like BTS Danae gets distracted this thing. This is this is it. This is this is my dream come true. It's Aaron and Ian just like talking so excitedly about so many things and I'm loving it. We have a really we have a really good uh we have a really good shipping name, Arian. Uh that works really well. Arian. Oh, that's great. That works. Yeah. Yeah, that works nicely. So I had to yeah. work through my brain for that, yeah. That's good. <laughs> I like that. I like the word things you do. If it's the, the three of us, it'd be Arian A. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Let's stay away from Arian, actually. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah. wait. Let's, let's not do that. I've just, rethought this. Yeah, there was uh, something in, in my brain that didn't conversation work. and many <laughs> yeah. other things. And wow. I'm gonna yep. go ahead and say I was wrong about our shipping name. It is terrible, and we will never use it. Yeah, I'm gonna veto that one immediately. <laughs> no, not immediately. No, immediately you were no. like, "No, that sounds great. That sounds amazing." <laughs> you know what? For the first five minutes, it seemed like a good idea, but, but yeah. the more we get into it, the the more extreme it seems to yeah. be getting. Yeah, I think that is correct, and we will yeah. now pretend this Are never you... happened. <laughs> <laughs>
we genuinely make people uncomfortable sometimes oh, in we should talk public about situations where we disagree. Like because we are very Aaron uh, and I are upfront mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, although that last one is now one that is probably one of my favorite arguments ever because Aaron had to go back and edit it, obviously, and so he got a chance to listen to it and hear where things start to go wrong. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and that's so, so like he was sending me I think it was an audio message of you mm-hmm. as you're editing going, okay, this is the exact moment when you thought this, this is- which is totally understandable, <laughs> and I was going this, also understandable. Yeah. Oh, no. It you was- know what's even funnier about that uh, example? I think it's the best example ever, because the <laughs> misunderstanding that I'm re-listening to where we interpreted it differently mm-hmm. was me saying <laughs> that the previous misunderstanding we had was my fault. <gasps> And she thought I was saying it was her fault. And it was the so, way he said it, too. And it was just the way I said it was oh, no. like, I, I was literally like complete mea culpa. This was totally me, not you. You're absolutely right, mm-hmm. was my intention. And what mm-hmm. she heard was me still trying to like, you know, double down or whatever. Oh, my God. So, the argument took the form of an apology. That's the worst. You also think I have red hair. You do have red hair. Look at that. I don't have red hair. Aaron, what color does his hair look right now? His hair is red. His hair, I mean, it looks, no, 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 it really does. It looks really red right now. It's the lighting. It is absolutely, it's gorgeous. I mean, I I love that look. And, you know, it matches your beard. Mm. Like, no, 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 but it doesn't because my beard is red. In this lighting, though. In this lighting, they look identical. They look (laughs) the same. I'm just telling you. I am saying, I am saying that to be true. And I haven't told Aaron to say any of this. I promise. (laughs) This is, this is like, oh man, this is like. When Captain Picard is being convinced that there are five lights and there are only four lights, and he's just screaming, there are four lights! I was like, my hair is not red! I do have some sympathy, because for the first year of our uh, relationship, Danae uh, insisted that my eyes were blue. And I still have no idea, like, where she would get No, you're not wrong. I legitimately, every once in a while, still, like, look over and they look blue. Oh no, they're like green but, or grey. But sometimes they look a little Doesn't blue. Doesn't ever look pretty. Isn't he just so pretty? Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, they're hazel. You know, they've got like green and brown and, you know, that kind of thing going on. Thanks. But, yeah. Good. I hate colours. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, probably not something to say after our previous Aryan conversation. No, no. But... <laughs> well, that's, that's not what I meant. Let's cut that. <laughs> Welcome to Out of Context Yay. Outtake Quotes. Yay! <laughs> I hate color. Oh, dear. Can't spell Aryan without Ian. <laughs> I mean, you also can't spell lesbian, but yeah, that doesn't matter. It's not lesbian if there's a little Ian in there. So that's... Oh, my God. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Ironically. <laughs> I... I don't know. I don't know if this is a good idea anymore. (laughs) Sitting in the green room, the green room. Sitting in the green room. I can't hear me. I don't. Can they they hear me? No, they can't hear me. So basically, I'm going to go. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined, as always, by Danae Hughes. Right? And then I'm going to go. We write for CinemaSins. TV Sins do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. And we're also joined today. And then I'll introduce Ian A.K.A. Oh, I'm going to get there. Nope. Last name, please. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. You know, I kind of don't want to wow. tell you. <laughs> and that way don't, you have to have this him. awkward moment. 
in the actual wow. show. Aaron just forgot my last Gla- name. Ian, Ian Galactic Dave? Is no, that the... Uh, no, that's not my that's last not name. name. Definitely not. Ian, that's not it. Ian. Ian. It's good. It starts with good. a K. You're such an ass. It doesn't start okay. with a K. What do, who do you think worst. Ian's talking to over there? You, you ass has. Like, he's <laughs> literally just in the... <laughs> he's literally just uh, behind the scenes just like talking is he on the phone god he's just gonna make it really difficult uh, ian 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 um, start with the k. this is easily googleable just go to my twitter it doesn't that start with a k aaron i can't it. lie to you oh, I've got it i'm sorry that's great no i'll put you out of your misery does it start with an m nope it'd be beautiful if he do didn't check his messages this? Or do we just tell you? Yeah, let me. No, no, no. Let me think. Let me think. Um, it, it's it's really easy because Whittington. He, oh yeah. How did you As do if it? By magic. I don't know. Because he it just came, like, came he's to me. Witty. You can think like Ian is witty, and that can kind of like. Nice. That's original. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 